the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back to another episode of an episode. <laughs> this nigga. Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> 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 Ain't none of this shit going here, with. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented by the CSPN with a gang of motherfuckers on this shit. So, <laughs> we can't. Uh, well, church announcements real quick. You can find us on CSPN.us, go to that podcast tab and click Ratchet Ramblings and listen to all of our episodes thus far. And if you enjoy us and our show and all of our content on the CSPN, you can go to that Keep Our Podcast Free tab and shop with our sponsors So and keep everything free so you won't have to pay to listen to me, your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante, a.k.a. Durag Jesus, a.k.a. Junebug of CSPN. You won't have to pay to listen to me sound like some ch- chicken oh, gizzards and dirty rice. A.k.a. Big Knees. Uh, you, you know the fuck. Why am I friends with y'all? <laughs> I mean, we're not, we're not that bad of people. We're not nearly as terrible as you, but while we're here... Whoa, whoa, whoa. So we lying tonight. That's what we're doing? We ditching dirt. I personally did not hear any lies. <laughs> Everybody who heard a lie, raise your hand. Oh, you outnumbered, uh, big knees. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm the other half of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast. This is your girl, Desire, aka Candace, aka London's mom. Um, Jeremy has all the AKAs, and I haven't taken time to sit down and figure out any more. But uh, AKA, we live. Damn. Yeah, baby, yeah. That was a terrible New Orleans impersonation. God damn. Well, I mean, hey, I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, what is? I mean, okay. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, to be fair, Jeremy has, you know, his accent is like power steering fluid, so <laughs> it would be very difficult very for him to do a proper New Orleans accent. You yeah. know what? You're right. You know what? You know what, Curtis? You know what? Though nobody has the. Nobody can top a horrible New Orleans accent than Gordon Baker Bone, because that shit is... No. 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 The Popeye's <laughs> lady on those commercials. <laughs> she can, wait, she has a New Orleans... Wait, she trying to do a New Orleans accent? She from New Orleans? Chicken Queen Annie? Chicken Annie? Chicken Queen Annie is not from New Orleans. First yes. off, let me let me make that perfect. Oh, she's a no. hired actress. I'm saying, is she trying to do a, a New Orleans accent in those commercials? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I thought the bitch was from Connecticut. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, like when I first saw the commercial, I was like, "What part of New York she from?" Right. That bitch is from Bed Stuy. Oh, <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. So, well, we are, so we're here. We, we, really we have guests. We have guests. We have uh, introduce yourselves. We have three people with us. One is uh, a regular. You know him. He's gonna be making a monthly appearance. On the show, 
I'm yes. here, still here. <laughs> yeah. So this gonna end well. <laughs> it's starting off great. Why are you always talking negative, Jeremy? Golly. Good grief. Good vibes. Good grief, Charlie Brown. <laughs> well, I'm here. It's my monthly uh shift. It's Curtis, aka Mr. <laughs> Don't speak to me or be alive near me at work. Y'all know who I am. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag shout out to Jay Lexley. Hashtag say no to coworkers. Yes. No. Mine is hashtag don't do your best not to be alive around me. <laughs> do whatever it takes. Alright, that's enough. Enough. No. You know no. what I deal with, all right? You know what I deal with. Yes, and this is this is the start of Curtis monthly shift. If you said he will be here once a month, uh, whenever, um, and no, whenever. Uh, I have a lot of shit to talk. That's yes. where you'll find me. Well, here, yes. obviously. Yes, and we are also joined by our uh, our good friend, someone who is a horrible, wonderful human being. Wow! Um, wow! Where's the lie? Where is wow. the lie, Negro? Wow! That whole statement, I am a saint. Oh, okay, all right, okay, okay. Saint Wes, because <laughs> <laughs> certainly not the other kind of saint. Okay, I am Taylor, aka Tay Nick, aka Naomi's mom, aka a saint. What Jeremy talking about? Mm, I'm not interesting. Sure. Mm. Podcast, mm, interesting. Mm. Also, also a ghetto nigga on oh, your damn screen. <laughs> You're doing amazing, sweetie. Yes. Yes. Know me. And we are also joined by some some nigga named Dan. Uh, hey y'all, this is Desmond. Um, don't pay attention to me. Uh, uh, you will not introduce the Almighty, our spiritual advisor in the Bible. Spiritual advisor. Dan, like this, you you will you will lift are his you? name up on high. His na- are you okay? Dude, <laughs> what are you? Are, are you what? You heard the woman? What? Did I, did I stutter? I'm uh, you... acting like that woman who said uh, Hazel mm. Wig was getting snatched off. Her wig is coming off. Her wig is coming off. Her wig is coming off. Come here, young man. Young man. Ooh, oh, Lord. So we got a bunch of people <laughs> on this podcast that ain't worth a damn. So this is going uh, to be Mr. Uh, Negro, nigga, nigga, nigger, nigga slash. <laughs> hey, Ooh, Candace with the plantation <laughs> accent. <laughs> I don't think right. we're going to talk about anything today, y'all. <laughs> all right. all right. we, we're, this is a, this is an episode all about introductions. All right. Hi. <laughs> so my name my name's my name is Desmond. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Hello, everybody. This is Dorian. All right. All right. That's enough. Right. You going down the? You going down the? Uh, yep. The ain't shit nigga listening. Right. Hello, everybody. This is Dante. Ooh. Hello, everyone. This is Bray. Hi, y'all. My name's Chad. I'm about to shoot myself in the foot. Hello, everybody. This is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wowzer. <laughs> well, I mean, in fairness, in fairness. Hey, y'all, everybody just calls me Reem. How y'all doing today? In, in fairness, Mike did say that Booby is a house cat, in fairness. Yeah, he did call Booby a house cat. He did. I mean, he did what? lie, but he did. He did say that. Eh, fair enough. Fair. So this episode, uh, we gonna have fun. We got a lot of shit to talk about, and we are gonna give y'all theater. Uh, so we got what? We got Black in Chicago. We got Love and Hip Hop. Hollywood the Reunion Part One and Two. And <laughs> thank you for yes, London. Yes. Thank you. Y'all know London got to make her monthly, her her weekly appearance as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and thank you for everybody that participated in our uh, Love and Hip Hop season in the polls. We got uh, a lot. We got a, some great fan participation, and we're gonna talk about y'all answers, and we're gonna have fun. So, uh, do y'all want to start with our, with the reunion, or, or get Black Ink crew out the way, or get to the uh, po- which I want to do? Let's let's jump into let's let's jump into all things Love and Hip Hop Hollywood because a lot happened. I've never seen such mediocrity wrapped up on a television in a very good while. And I mean, they are making mediocre music. They have mediocre sperm counts, mediocre wigs. It's just Thanks. mediocre hairlines. You know, you know what love in hip hop Hollywood reminds me of? Remember those Lord Expectation skits from Mad TV? Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Those were my shit. <laughs> that might be the show title. <laughs> <laughs> that that is my feeling on Hollywood. Yes, Lord Expectations <laughs> correct. But uh, so let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. Zell sucker punch Mr. Ray. You mean the zebra and, in the room? <laughs> yeah. Tasmanian oh, yeah. devil in the room. Y'all know that I cannot stand Mr. Ray, but one thing I cannot stand more than that is somebody being a coward when it comes to trying to fight somebody. He used a moment of proposed peace and two-piece Mr. Ray in, in, a, in, a, in his face. And Mr. Ray didn't feel it. His neck fat. You know he ain't feel that. Okay. Insulation. I mean, in fairness, she didn't lie, y'all. I mean, you gotta mute day mics. No, I cannot do this. I'm not gonna start because y'all know I'll be going in. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, start on say, Once we bring up Mr. Ray, Kurt is usually going on a tangent and we can't stop him. It's not about Mr. Ray, though. I mean, granted, granted, something about that naked head situation. Like, he looks like a whole hog sitting on a platter, but you know, that's his. <laughs> Journey and who am I to judge? Who are who are me to judge? But who yeah, Zell to judge. I mean, he do look like a furby though. Like, so. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. I mean, but, accurate though. Yeah, I mean, pay me the lie, but <coughs> but I, yeah, I agree. He he didn't deserve Mr. that. Mr. Ray's next situation reminds me of Benzino. All right. Like okay. he cannot he cannot shrug his shoulders and we all know it. So like if you mush the hot water bottle. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty accurate. Much. Yeah, so Zell Zell like waited until he he pretended that he wanted to be cordial and call a truth to Mr. Ray, walked up on him, 
and swung on him and hit him twice and then was kicked off the reunion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, Everybody turned on that nigga. And deservedly so. Yeah, Quick. deservedly so, because that was some hoe-ass shit. It was. Especially when we all know you could whoop, you could whoop Mr. Ray's ass if it was a regular fight. So why even go to those lengths? Right. Like at no point during this season, at no point at all, has anybody ever seen any interaction with Ray and Zell and have gone, you know what? I think Ray would take him. Nobody. Listen, Ray, Nobody. Ray don't even look like he's genetically programmed to swing. He probably can't so, even ball his hands in a fist. Tay. That shit gets uh-huh. stuck. Huh? <laughs> huh? Mr. Ray built like he got um hypertension and hasn't been uh treated properly. Mr. Ray Mr. Ray built like all them balloons that uh that old man used to fly his house in that movie up. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. <coughs> now you imagine that house floating in the sky in that movie and tell me that those are not similar shapes. How did you even? I mean, you didn't lie, but how did you even think of that? <laughs> don't ask me these things. Is that the edible? I can't even say that's the edible because you say shit like this on a regular basis. So, I mean, I still didn't hear no lies being pointed out. So I don't know why you're doing all this extra jaw jacking. That is not the point. That is not the point. But listen, where are we starting with this? I mean, we got Mr. Ray and Zell out the way. Zell does deserve to get kicked off the show. Uh, we we they brought they brought on Cisco back looking like a bing bing bag burrito. <laughs> Listen, I really cannot fucking stand Cisco. Like I, Cisco look like mucus. Pants. <laughs> what you do? Like after you like when you get into the end of the cold and you coughing up all the phlegm. Y'all really y'all have met Cisco many times in your lifetime. <laughs> I was thinking about them using next commercials. To be honest. Yeah, he, he does look like, like he's part of that family. I see it. The, yeah, yeah. He, look, he, he just he just he look and he built like a bag of wet socks, and he act like a bag of goddamn wet socks. Listen, <laughs> do you being generous? And I don't understand why you doing that. Right, that's not an insult to the bag of wet. Socks. Is. No, ain't no condo about it. Like he said, he said, well, it wasn't cheating because when she walked out the studio, that was the end for me. Like he is me of a trash ass nigga because that stuff trash niggas do. Like not officially break up with somebody and then be like, oh well, I mean we got into an argument. We wasn't together, like what? what? Huh? Are you okay? No, the fuck you not okay. Everything all right at home? Right. Like, I still maintain that Tierra should stab him. So the the thing, but and what really upsets me is that he called Monique out, and I could not disagree. That's what was really wild to me. Like he he called Monique out on her BS, and I was like, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> like hmm. Monique knows she trash. Oh yeah. And and Tierra peeped it because, and then like she tried to throw Nia under the bus. Was well, Nia wasn't even there? ABC, like what? Nia wasn't even there. You supposed to be Tierra Ace. How how Nia convincing you to get in Tierra business? Yeah. Girl, nah, here's the whole thing with the with the extension. Here's I was the like, thing. Oh my god. Here's the, here's the thing with that. I agree that Cisco had a point, but and we may just 
you know, agree to disagree here, but it's like it's, it's, it's like it's like Trump. It's for me, Cisco calling Monique trash and calling home her shit is like Trump calling some calling David Duke a white supremacist. Like it's like nah, that's a point Tiara can make, and she would be absolutely right and justified. But not you, Cisco. Nah, not you. Nah, the truth don't care who tell it. Honestly, yeah. mm. the truth is the truth. I mean, up to up to a point. There, there, there's an element of yeah. you can't we, we just go out and say that. Yeah, it's it's levels to this shit. Like I said, that's like Trump calling fucking uh, what's that nigga name Jeff Sessions a white supremacist. Like, nah, bro, nah, nah. You you don't you don't get to say this. Right, we do. you don't get to say that. We do, but not you. <laughs> now I'm not being funny, but I like well, one Cisco is trash. Let's not forget that. But we can't put him on. A, we can't even discuss him the way we discuss the uh, the disgusting Cheeto. The fact of the matter is, like Monique was moving trash and. Somebody had to call it out, and when she got called on it, she threw Nia under the bus. And even Tierra was like, "How you have an intervention, but don't have none of my family there? You got people here I don't mess with." Like Monique knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Like I think I said on the last episode, Monique wanted to look like a hero at somebody else's expense. Like she really wanted to be like, "Oh, I saved Tierra. I, I got her in the rehab. I saved her intervention." Like nah, Monique's trash. She's super trash, and. While we always talk about how trash Cisco is, we're not going to forget just how trash Monique is. Because Monique has done and said some really foul things down at talking about people's kids and calling Amen. them special needs when they're not special needs and all that kind of stuff. So Monique is definitely in the same trash bin with Cisco, if we were to be completely honest about it. It's the like, Spider-Man meme pointing at Spider-Man. And even then, like, <laughs> right? Like, even then, like, okay, granted, you are completely right, Candace. She threw Neil under the bus, too. But then in the same breath, the nigga that was calling her out for being trash and throwing somebody under the bus threw Nikki under the bus and did some whole ass nigga shit. So it's like, again, the Spider-Man meme pointing at the Spider-Man meme. Nikki trash, too. Let's not, let's not forget about Nikki. Nikki True. has taken plenty of digs at, uh, she had. had the bad ponytail wig. <laughs> I thought you said dick. <laughs> no. Uh, what's her? Mystica? Yeah, she's taking dick. She's taking dick. She's taking That was a wig, but it was a wig and a ponytail. It's really confusing. A like, pony wig. That's what we're going to call it. A pony wig. Like, why not just get a drawstring ponytail and call it a day? Like, how low do you have to go to get a wig and turn it into a, a ponytail? Well, I mean, this is Masika, and I mean, let us not forget those heels. So, Ooh, mm. those mm. wigs. What the heel is going on? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Those wigs were offensive. They hey, were diabolical. Kenny, Kenny, hey, why, why, why I'm thinking of how we can make that into like uh, the uh, the heel remix of uh, Contag- of uh, that scene from nope. Contagion? Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> Look, y'all not gonna tell me that wouldn't be fucking hilarious and me and Candy can sit down and come up with that shit. Y'all not gonna tell me that shit wouldn't y'all, be funny. Y'all on okay. okay, all right, cool. I'll get us counsel. It's fine. All right. it's fine. I feel like, oh, while we discussing it, everybody trash. Now I think about it. Everybody on that show has been extremely problematic except for Keith and Cole. Yeah. That's great. Or they need to be on the show. I mean, never mind the fact that Keisha showed up to the reunion looking like Elvira. <laughs> I, I, I said she looked like the Bride of Frankenstein. Hey, look, look, she looked, she came to dress like Zell Styled her. Hey, yeah. 
Because, mm. I mean, let, let's not forget, we talked about this. Zell. And all that black and white with his zebra ass. <laughs> what you call him, uh, uh, Curtis? We've been calling that ever since Zelbra. Yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, everybody in that situation, trans. I also didn't like how everybody, while Nina was trying to keep it on Tiara and how she, the help that she uh, that she got and stuff and how she's doing better, everybody uh, basically made it about them and throwing each other under the bus and yeah. make, turning it into a, a, a sling fest when the original, it, the, when Nina was trying to keep it focused on Tiara. And Tiara was just looking there like, oh, y'all bitches, it's trifling. Well, I mean, but she said it. She was like, you know, was this all for TV? I mean, she already said what it was. Yeah. So. yeah. Ron said the same thing when we had him on. He said the same thing. It was a publicity stunt. So that's why they didn't, they wasn't trying to focus on Tiara in that situation. Mm-hmm. All right. Even in the reunion. Because the only thing about that, even that intervention that felt authentic was the producer coming from behind the, the, the screen. And hollering yeah. at Tierra like, "We want you to win, bitch!" And she really, I felt that she meant that. Listen, oh, yeah, she went uh-oh. full Florida Evans on that ass. <laughs> <laughs> she summoned the strength of every black TV mom and delivered them lines. <laughs> hey, that I felt that like you said. Hey, Tierra did too. Like when she started yelling, Tierra was like, "Oh!" <laughs> mm-hmm. She was like, "Excuse." But yeah, uh, all parties involve trash. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. trash, um, Curtis, your notes. So, well, I just have a couple of things I want to get off my chest before we get into it. It's fine. Go ahead, bro. So, Alexis Sky mm. with that mm. eyebrow fire orange wig. Why did that bitch look like that gossamer monster from Looney Tunes? That big uh, red monster. Tell Curtis. me she didn't look like that with that wig on. <laughs> Hey, welcome to Wendy's ass wig. <laughs> I'll see you with the pink chucks. Do you want spicy nuggets or not, nah, wig? All right. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Right because they got rid of the spicy nuggets, and I'm still sad about. Oh, that. you show the fuck right. Oh, wait, fuck. what? Excuse me. Wendy's got rid of the spicy nuggets. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, who authorized this? Masika. Not my secret. Right, Alexis Scott. Awesome. No, we need to have a discussion on that. We're going to have to bring Dave Thomas back. <laughs> right? <laughs> it be your own niggas. Spicy Nuggets gone. My nigga dead. Like, hey, yeah. Like, wow. That shit broke my heart, oh, man. Can I tell you what annoyed me? And this is why Masika is really super trash to me. Did y'all catch when Tierra was like, the cast has been spreading rumors about me falling off the wagon and back drinking? And Masika was like, I got, I was mad at you, so I spread, I said that you was back drinking. Yeah. Yep. What? Yep. Yep. I, I peeped it. I was watching it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I peeped it, Candy. And then Tiara was like, oh, because cause Tiara looked at her like, oh, really, bitch? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Masika cried all day whenever you say anything about that goddamn baby that may or may not be sexualized, but you would go so far as to spread rumors about somebody's sobriety. I was you mad at them. That I, I was that too, Candace. I would also like to add. On top of that, now you could say it's because of their beef or whatever, but I did. I caught this, and I did not like the fact that when her and Alexis were getting into war words on the part one of the reunion, 
she pejoratively called uh, Melissa Sky's child coming child that the child was gonna be an orphan. Uh-huh. I caught that. I I caught Didn't that shit. Did she make a statement too? Like I I beat the baby out you or some shit? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I caught I caught that too because I was like, oh, mm, so so you big and bad and ready to fight when somebody bring your child up, but you got no business talking about Alexa Scott unborn child. Mm, interesting. Interesting. It's just interesting to be that tough and you ran from this girl all season. All, all season. season. Only had hands for people that you knew you could whoop. I right. And noted, and noted, noted, y'all peeped how when Alexa was saying that, um, uh, was about to go into like the shit that uh, Masika do on social media about like how she talked shit all day long and got all the mouth on social media. Like she wouldn't let Alexis get a, 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 a word in edgewise and was talking over Alexis and Nina Parker. Yeah. Oh, she good for talking mm-hmm. over people. Mm-hmm. But don't talk over no hands. And don't talk to the person installing that wig. Golly, if you're going to talk to any <laughs> fucking body. <laughs> shit. Why you thumb thugging out here with your goddamn wig looking like who's shot John? <laughs> yeah, but that wig looked like it was being held on with super glued. You know how the um the Lego people look? Mm-hmm. How the, how the okay. on Lego women look? Yeah, that. Yeah. Did somebody do a side by side of that with her? Or am I tripping? <laughs> if not, so. soon come. <laughs> no, but. Yeah, somebody listen. If you are listening to this episode, do a side by side of a Lego ponytail and Masika's ponytail from Love Hip Hop Hollywood reunion, and and add us at Ratchet Rambling. That I might do that tonight, girl. Yeah, please do, please, please do, please do. Oh, uh, so, so did y'all already talk about the Monice Tiffany AD situation? Because that we ain't get to that. Because okay. this is we just review talking about every on both part one and two. So it's you know. Okay. Yeah, because uh, we could get into it. Because listen to me, you cannot. If it was, if it wasn't clear already that Tiffany wanted AD to, what did you say the last time? Curtis show what that tongue do or that fingers do? What some, yeah. whatever you said. What if it wasn't? Do? If it wasn't clear what before, that strap do. Yes, if it All wasn't. Right. <laughs> I mean, he didn't lie. If it wasn't clear before, okay. it should be crystal damn clear that Tiffany is batshit crazy and want AD because how the fuck. You how the fuck you and AD best friends y'all uh grew up together you know a one since day one AD tells you look I love you but you got to be stop being so invested in my relationship and Tiffany say well bitch meet me outside then what how about that <laughs> what like she went full cash me outside I was like bitch what the what this is not a logical jump but you know. She, How you like, know that Tiffany is head over heels for AD because she has known AD all this time, grown up with AD, looking like Pinky and the Brain at the same time. <laughs> and 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 the moment and the moment that AD the moment AD get with get with somebody that she feels because I feel like she's threatened by Monique. That's the only thing that makes sense. She mm-hmm. in love with AD and she threatened by Monique. And you and, and AD tell you look. Chill, and you and she go full bitch. If I can't have you, nobody have you, bitch. What mm-hmm. are you? What? Tip what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they better be careful for they come home one day. It's a pot on the stove with some boiling wigs. <laughs> <laughs> so hey. I'm gonna take it one step further. I believe Tiffany and Ad have had sex before. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And AD has definitely, definitely feasted on that clip. And she is furious because she was not picked. So, yeah. Now, I, I got a question. Candace, do you think, because I think me, me, you, and Curtis came to this conclusion on one of the episodes that even that the comment, because AD, I mean, because Monique and Tiffany both were getting pillow talking, we're using it against each other, but was confused. Like, we both, all of us came to the conclusion that AD is the shitty denominator. Do you think that at any point during the season or AD and Monisa's relationship that AD and Tiffany did something while she was with Monisa? AD was eating that booty up. Yes. What are you talking about? <laughs> I agree. AD, I agree. AD was smashing them deb- them deb- cakes. <laughs> Fingers, tongue, plastic, whatever it took. I, I agree. I mean, she wasn't. Yeah, she absolutely was. The only reason Tiffany won't say anything is because she know that would ruin her chances of ever getting AD to herself. And will probably get her put in a grave because Monique's crazy as fuck. Yeah. Like, you can talk bad all you want to while the cameras and the security guards are here, but we all know Monique's, cra- I mean, Monique's crazy. So. Because, I mean, look how easily AD pushed up on Alexis Sky. You think she not doing, she wouldn't do the same thing to somebody she know won't say nothing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yep. Good ass point. Cause oh yeah, I told AD you, has <laughs> definitely been giving Tiffany that gym teacher sex. All right, Curtis. Right. Okay, fine, whatever. What are we gonna say, Jeremy? Y'all, <laughs> you know, y'all know AD be using the pearl line strap on. I know it's iridescent. Candace. What? <laughs> I feel like AD start <laughs> off awkward though. AD seem like the type that be trying to play like hip hop and shit. She be turning on Future and shit when then you be like. Yeah, no, AD like the type to try to keep her New Balances on. During- right. Like, what are you doing, bitch? Take right. them, she, take them us to come the fuck off right now. Right. I can def. I can definitely. <laughs> I can definitely see her trying to trying to slow stroke somebody to some Eminem. Like she just weird. Yep. To, to stand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. Okay. She looked like the type that wear like two socks and she don't take them off for shit. She she was even piping. She was even strapping Tiffany down to stand or till I collapse. One of the two. Tears gone cold. I'm wondering why I. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said something really. <laughs> Hallelujah! I ain't that high. Is somebody in the wind too? Who outside? I heard a bunch of static. Maybe it was there. Maybe somebody shifted their earphones or something. But mm-hmm. it's fine. Speaking of Monique, so I guess we can... No, 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 no. Before we get to, um, as Masika eloquently put it on the season finale, before we get to Nostradamus, because, um, oh. ooh, shit, before we get to that. um, So, <laughs> Brooke Valentine. Bird Valentine. Bird Valentine. Broke Valentine. Bro- hilarious. First, first Bro- of all, I would say Shoulders this. Valentine. Listen, them she that she had them medieval shoulders like she was fucking. <laughs> I don't. Wow. I know she, could, I know she, <laughs> she definitely had them be off the shoulders. <laughs> I know she put some Beyonce choreography up, boy. That's... Listen, she. I'm. T- I'm telling you. I bet. I bet. Good. I know she know all the choreography to single ladies. Oh, uh, I just imagine her like. <laughs> listen, don't of this trying to do that. <laughs> It's just me. Maybe I'm not getting. Can Brooke dance? I don't. I didn't think she was billed as a, a dancer. I don't know. Don't show them. I don't know. 
Let's be honest, she's barely billed as a singer. So. I mean, I mean that's the, that's the real team. I mean, so. that goes without saying. And you know, I, you know what? No, no, no. Because Brooke, you broke my heart. <laughs> she really did. Love for you. <laughs> I was like, this is my sister in Houston. Get it out, Curtis. Go ahead. This is and a then you take your ass to Hollywood and you look the fuck stupid for fourteen whole ass episodes over an ugly married over an ugly ass Poindexter looking ass Ninja Turtle ass on the crack side. <laughs> like with an overbite, Brooke, with an overbite and, and a victim complex. Listen. Th- <sighs> Actually, you know what? I take that back. I'm gonna exchange <laughs> victim complex for a fuck boy. Mastermind. That was manipulation. As fuck. How you let a married nigga make you feel bad about it? And what got me is when yes. that whole thing rolled back and everybody's face when they realized how dumb Brooke looked, and she I'm like, girl, you in here with this fuchsia. <sighs> she was up there looking like a Pokemon gym leader. She was up there looking like a goddamn nine later and shit. With broad shoulders, I'm telling them them damn them damn uh, medieval court shoulders. I'm telling you, but she, I, first of all, I she, I love you. Can say what people can say what they want about Keisha Cole. I love how hilarious she was in part one and two of the reunion. Oh, Keisha Cole she, definitely brought the comedic relief. She listen, she made it was. I mean, if we're being honest, it was pretty dry to be quite honest. But it Keisha. Yeah, in my opinion, Keisha, Keisha, Keisha saved it because she was hilarious. She was. Now that performance. Mm. No. Mm. No. Mm. That I- mm. 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 Ooh. Ooh, baby. But she looked great. And she was definitely funny. Definitely appreciated. Listen, somebody gotta make a, a gif of uh when she when Boo Boo was talking and she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody make a gif. <laughs> Somebody pick a <laughs> Oh, I know what I wanted to ask y'all though. So, what did y'all think about Brooke's declaration that her and Marcus have not been having sex this whole their whole relationship? A lie. A lie. No, I believe it. That's why he was scoring everybody under the sun. Exactly. I was about to say. I believe. Want get no dick? I believe. Tay, she was up here pressed for a married nigga that cheated on her with his wife and the paralegal that was getting him divorced. You think I listen, she dumb enough to do be celibate for a nigga like that. I believe it. I guess I wouldn't even call it dumb. Shit. At least you got one thing you ain't gay this dumb ass nigga. Well yeah, I mean well yeah that's true. Allegedly. I, 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 civil, Allegedly. You showing the fuck right because you mm. civil liners I guess. Because mm. mm. they brought out their acting chops for the reunion. I was like oh y'all delivering these lines on tonight. Yeah, I mean, first of all, this I, I I love how I love how everybody every every dude I love how every dude that was climbing booby talking about some little boo boo didn't have none of that smoke in his face at the reunion. Right, Marcus was real civil, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He been saying little boo boo and all that shit all season. We ain't seen none of that at the reunion. No, they're looking like um Eddie Murphy and and fucking raw. He ain't had none of that shit to say. He ain't had none of them little slick. Oh, buddy love suit on. Right. <laughs> right. He ain't had none. He ain't had none of that slick talking booby face. I'm telling you, like, don't, don't let the fact that Booby may have may, may not have been the, the best basketball player make you forget that this motherfucker is is a guy that was was a professional athlete and will whoop your ass. Because Marcus ain't but like five three. You cannot sit here and tell me that motherfucker don't sit at bars and his feet don't be dangling. You cannot tell me. Marcus was very quiet during the reunion. 
Correct. Yep. She was very quiet for somebody who spent all season taking digs at another man over a woman that you uh, made the mistress then cheated on her with your paralegal. But I mean, who's keeping up with the details? Right. I mean, who? I mean, what is what is the truth, really? I mean, you know, who are me to judge? Who are me? (laughs) Right. Who? Who? You know what Marcus is. Marcus is a Twitter nigga in every sense of the word. Oh yeah, he embodies all of the values. He embodies all the values of a Twitter nigga. Talk tough, but don't do shit in public. Don't disrespect, disrespect women. Have women out here looking stupid and flip it and make himself the victim slash mastermind. He is a Twitter nigga and married and cheating around. He is a Twitter nigga in every sense of the word. Speaking of cheating, so Bridget Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Before you get started, Chris, I will say this. I will say this. I will say this. Before you get started. Her ex... Mm, he was roasting the fuck out of them. He... Mm, how, how can I say this? He looks like... He, he looks right. like... If Bert went to Dr. Miami to try to look young again. Alright. Wait, are we talking about the same part? We're talking about James, right? Yeah. 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 Alright. I mean, how can I say this? I... Mm, I feel like every point that he had about um, Bridget cheating went out, the, in, in my opinion. And, you know, we disagree. That's fine. But I feel like every point he had about Bridget cheating went out the window when it was revealed that how they got together was he was he was cheating on the person he was with before Bridget to get Bridget. Like, I feel like every point that he has about Bridget cheating kind of went out the window with that to me. Because it's like, okay, you keep bringing up Br- Bridget cheating on you while y'all together, but it's like, well, the way y'all got together wasn't exactly peachy, squeaky clean either. So, really, it's kind of like the Spider Man meme point that Spider Man meme it, to me. But, you know, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, we can, we can disagree, and that's fine. But, All know, that I, being so said, I became a fan of Bridget, so to speak, after the show. And after hearing how uh, certain pieces was edited together to make it seem like she was cheating on the guy again with Booby, but that wasn't the case, I kind of was like, hey, do what you want to do. Like, yeah. yeah, and like she tried to bring that up, but they didn't want to hear that. But it's like... Yeah, she made, a, she made a point. She was like, I was single when this happened. And so I don't see what the problem is. I will say that her ex is a very typical light skinned nigga and he seemed very, <laughs> he, he seemed very bitter about everything for him about to have him. ended it. Like he was pissed she went to Catalina. He was pissed that she wasn't like boohooing on the stage over him. Like he seemed utterly upset that she wasn't taking the breakup super hard. Right. He was he I was, dodged the bullet. Nigga, you stayed there after she cheated like 50, 11 times. Like no, right. you, you got shot, Playboy. You might didn't die, but you definitely uh. dodged a bullet because the cheating bullet bit you right in your ass several times. Like, what bullet you dodged? Right. I and, mean, you st- and, and you stayed with her. And the only right. reason you got mad is because she, she wanted to make over her image to be more sexy. Like, you was content when she, like he said, you was content she was making auntie music. She started, she start, you know, looking a little younger and, and, and acting a little sexier, you and your feelings, because you think she's going to cheat again. She probably was. Like, she, like now that we're here, let's just go for this. She was going to cheat on him again. 
I believe Bridget would have went to Catalina even after the dude, even if he would have proposed to Bridget, she still was going to Catalina to get some boobies. Like, but now, didn't she say, didn't she allege that her and Booby didn't sleep together when they was in Catalina? Hey, that's they kisses look mighty passionate for it to have been. No and she love. was like, Oh, y'all didn't see all of it, they cut it, and da, 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 da. And I'm like, Sis, there's not much that could have been going on that we can't that was, guess. That was a pa- speaking of, speaking of, real quick, speaking of. Shout out to uh, A1 for being uh, the, the Mr. King that he is talking about Keisha and Booby. I mean, Keisha and Marcus should kiss. You know what? Let's see if it works. Yeah. Right. <laughs> A1. If it works. You know what? You know what? A1 has low key been on the high end of being sassy and shady this season. And you know what? I appreciate it. I That's really do. True. That's true. I, do. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that happened, but mostly, I mean, it just. It did not give us, you know what, outside no. of the Zell part and the beginning when Alexis Sky was on the call. Mm, yeah, you know yeah. she was skyped in, so she don't get the baby knocked out of her. Not my words. Yeah. I other mean, than those, that, I mean, words. You know. Other than that, it wasn't much. I mean, there's some other stuff with the well. We'll get it when we get into our polls. We will get into that. Oh, uh, but speaking of though, speaking of and. <laughs> So, I mean, why are we here? Wait, we before well. we go, before we go, let me just say that Booby got to have Zeus of Olympus inside his boxers because there is no way that these three women have put up with him like they did if he didn't have the golden pipe. Like, literally, I mean, these chicks was messing with Booby while he was living with his wife. Like, like what? <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna be honest, he kind of carry himself like he does. So I was about to say, you know, I, you know, I've seen women say it's usually the men that, uh, well, women, women, and you know, and, and gay men, uh, they say that usually it's the it's the guys that are reserved, quiet, ain't new niggas that keep them have that air about themselves that usually be having the hammer thought. So I mean. Hey, I definitely I mean, believe too because Keisha wants the best for him. Like you don't want the best for your husband who cheated on you unless you got the golden hammer. Like I'm I mean, you have for you in life after that. You see how secure he's been the whole season with all these niggas that he could easily whoop taking digs at him. Like <laughs> I mean, but the you know they weren't even they weren't even funny on top of that. But yeah, yeah, yeah he wasn't worried about none of that shit. He's like, man, I'm just here for whatever. And I don't. I still don't know why Hazel tried him, but I mean, since since I mean, well, since Curtis started off, let I mean, since we pulled up here, we might as well. So, honk honk. <laughs> there is so much to unpack about Nasal E. First of all, her and Monique got into it in like the five, first five minutes of the fucking reunion. Right. <laughs> hey. Hey, bro, this was so goddamn mad at her that her damn titty popped out her damn drink. Listen. <laughs> they had to hurry up and blow the fuck, the fuck out of her nipples. Like, she, like, like she was going super saiyan. Like, she was Goku fighting Freezer. <laughs> like, she powered up. She, she really did. I, she was... Mm-hmm. She was... She was I, mean, it's, I mean, first of all, I mean, it's, 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 it's easy to be riled up 
by Nasal E because it's Nasal E. I mean, let's not mince words here. I mean, yeah. she is. I mean, because Hazel is that person that's like annoying, but you don't pay them no mind. But they keep digging at you and digging at you and digging at you, and eventually you just snap. Right. That's Hazel. So, She's like a little right. flea. Right. And, and around. Right. And Monisa was fed up. Like I say, they, I, it, nothing, listen, nothing will ever top. Uh, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Stevie J and Jocelyn versus everybody. Nothing will ever top that. But I'll be damned if I I, I thought the the security wasn't going to be swift enough to get Moniz from laying nasally the fuck out. Listen, cause and how you know, know Moniz is about that shit? Cause when they was dragging her out, she was like, and "Next time, connect, bitch." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> this bitch is scared and fighting. Your life is in danger, Nasal Hazel, whatever you call yourself." Let me tell you something. Before the fight start, a motherfucker analyzing how you fucked up and the fight didn't even take place. Oh, you're like, listen, you're definitely in danger, sis. Hey, what's that joke Candace had a while ago? Look, uh, Monice had a PowerPoint presentation on how Nasal Lee had her fucked up. She was going she really through did. She had a blow, blah, blow analysis of the blow that didn't even happen. Right. <laughs> she was like, first of all, bitch, if you see here in paragraph A, section C of how you got me fucked up, and the next time, bitch, if you come here to paragraph B, subsection A, you can see that next time you should connect before you blow, bitch. I was like, okay, then, Monique. All right, all right. But we know Hazel ain't connected shit, except that goddamn Mr. Potato Head nose on her face. That's the only thing that she's connected this whole season. Not a goddamn thing. I'm oh, still... Food and drink so, being thrown. Okay, do we... So while we on Hazel, shall we talk oh. about her being fired? Yes, let's do it. While we pull it up. Yeah, she's. I saw something that's saying she was denying it. I'm like, girl, you didn't got fired. You you pulling a whole phaser part. You are fired. Uh, I can't think of the girl's whole like ID name, but her name was like just official. She, yeah. Uh, she just hilarious. Yeah, just hilarious or whatever the fuck her name is. She proclaims huh? her as a comedian, and um, she does these little skits on her IG. <laughs> the shade. <laughs> right. She does. Oh. These- her idea about pop culture news and celebrities and um she made some she's so apparently she's continuously made comments about hazel e and you know throughout the seasons of love and hip-hop and so uh notes snows hoes whatever burgundy whatever the little nigga name is what's his name rose burgundy the first bottom <laughs> burgundy all right <laughs> <laughs> and that's being generous. <laughs> Rose made some comments about Jess and her son. Jess has this infamous photo of her doing like a nude uh photo shoot with her son and they like nude and they both got on Jordans and shit. Like it's it's really a, a hood fabulous picture, honestly, but um, it has been subject to a lot of criticism by celebrities and other co- comedians. Well, I use the word celebrities and other comedians loosely. Corey Holcomb had something to say. Like, I didn't even. I thought he had died. I didn't even know he was still with us. Well, I mean, he looked good, so his cholesterol is working on it. Don't worry. Yeah. In due time. God don't like it, so. So Rose made some comments yeah, about. No, Hazel don't know nobody's God because. Rose made some comments and then uh, Jess official got in touch with uh, a well-known gay guy who released some DMs 
between him and Rose Burgundy and basically outed him. Um, let me say, outing somebody that's not ready to be out will never not be trash to me. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the circumstances are behind it. It's trash, like super duper trash. Curtis and, has a great episode about that on Gay Side Stories. Check out GaySideStories.com. Continue. Yes. Like, that's super trash. <laughs> super, like, super duper duper trash. Like, it will make me lose all respect for you type trash. But um, after that, Rose goes on this really, really disgusting uh, homophobic rant on Instagram mm-hmm. and pretty much said all gays should burn in hell. Yeah, um, it was a picture of a pride flag burning, wasn't pride it? Pride flag burning. Yeah. Hazel yeah. agreed. Like, that's right, baby. Burning hell, like the Bible says. Bitch, you ain't never read nobody's Bible. You can't even sniff a Bible out with that goddamn nose, you hound dog. Oh, she can sniff every Bible out with that nose. She, um, so after that's that. right, baby. Then Hazel goes on a really <laughs> disgusting colorism rant about how only dark-skinned girls hate her, and she's, like, calling women dark butts and black bitches. And she used women on the show. It was Brooke and somebody else. I can't remember who else, but I know Brooke was yeah. one of the women she's she like, talking about. She's dark She is everybody. Hate me, and that's because I'm light-skinned. And, and so people were leaving ghosts on her, uh, under her <laughs> comments. <laughs> Well, anyways, Mona Scott posted like this really cryptic IG message about no no hate speech, no bullying, this, that, and the third. It won't be tolerated. Then after that, Hazel E, apparently she had a deal with Shoe Dazzle, and Shoe Dazzle pulled her contract. And mm. apparently she, she had something going with Fit T, and Fit T pulled it too. Even though you can't wow. consider Fit T a contract, because I heard like you got to post like 27 times on Instagram to make $100 from Fit T or some shit, but unless you're really super, super, super famous. But yeah, so she lost those endorsements, and then um, it was officially said that she wouldn't be t- returning to love and hip-hop. And then she, like, tried to make it seem like she left. She quit. Buddha Jocelyn. Yeah, but I screenshotted her tweets before, and she was like, I'm, she was like, Mona employs spellings, Woman beaters, drug addicts, deadbeat moms. I'm good. I'm still here. Mm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's she. We won't be seeing big roles next season. Listen, VH1 was like, we're tired of paying for you to have this fake life. You can go away now because she's not doing anything to sustain anything. The music is trash. The book is trash. The nose is trash. Just hanging up the fucking drive, Hazel. Like, damn. There's nothing oh. wrong with clocking in at the Home Depot. We need our lumber. We need new toilets while we renovate <laughs> houses. There's nothing wrong with it. An honest day's work. Like the I the, what like the fact that you are that ugly both physically and eternally, you have the nerve, the gall, and- the all goddamn dacity to be homophobic and colorist. Like, what? And that's exactly what it is. All that hate, all that ugly from the inside makes it's coming out your- on paper should not be ugly, but in actuality is. Like her skin is fucked up. You know, the nose obviously. She don't know how to pick a wig. She always listen, look musty. Listen, I don't know who the fuck is writing for Bossa, but when they called Somebody her from the Alpha, timeline, when they called her Alpha Jason, nigga. Oh, that's definitely Alf cousin. Absolutely. That was Listen, when, they, 
when they called her Alpha Jason, I I I listen. I, I almost went up to glory because I I couldn't. I just I didn't I didn't have a way. I made a way, but I didn't have a way because that was just too hilarious and too accurate. But yeah, I just like 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 Candace said, like outing somebody isn't cool. Um, and like like I said, Curtis has a great episode on on Gay Side Stories about being out and coming out, and you know when you're ready and comfortable out and I feel like as heterosexual people, cishet people, we really need to mind our goddamn business with our uh, brothers and sisters in the But not only that because it's it's within the community too because that was what Candace was saying the story say it was a a well known gay guy who released all of this stuff and it's like Yeah. I don't want to say it's worse when someone in the community does that, but it kinda is. Because it's that same situation that I feel like we have with Hotep's. It's like we are a part of the same tribe. Why? <laughs> you should know better. You should know that this is not something that you should be doing. But, yeah. You know, you're releasing stuff anyway, putting somebody on blast. Now, granted, I mean, he trash, but yeah, we all trash to some degree. We all trash to somebody. So yeah. yeah. To, to I mean, put that business out there like that, especially for the most part, unprovoked. I mean, specifically to that guy who did it. No. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I was kind of uh, just speaking for us like that Jess girl, but I absolutely agree with you too. Oh, don't nobody care about her. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't even know who the who the child was that she was a comedian, quote unquote. I, don't I didn't know who she. Is. I'm. Well, I don't say I know who she. Apparently, just... she's wilding out too. Yeah, oh, I no. used to follow her like a year and a half, two years ago, because she used to be funny. But then, <laughs> you know, my goddamn nerve. Something happened, and she got like an upgrade. She started getting like new wigs installed every day. But I was like, right when she started walking around looking like, like you know what, this not about her. Let me shut up. She trash, but let's go because I mean, yeah, you know, I've, I like, I I've like, seen problematic stuff from her too. So yeah, I was about to say, I, I, I feel like I've seen her be problematic in in the past, and so I mean, you know, fuck her, but. She doesn't, in in the same sense, you don't deserve to have your kid talked about because you discuss pop culture. And the thing is, if you're going to be, if you're on reality TV, people are going to talk about you. Correct. It's it's inevitable. But that's, and and the thing about it is, that's the desired effect. That's why you're going on reality TV in the first place, so that people will talk about you. So this, But you you don't get absolved of the negative with all things good or what you perceive as good come something bad. So, and his reaction, you know, I don't want to yeah. say typical, but yeah, that was some, that was some make America great again type shit. Nigga, a burning pride flag. Like nigga, what? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, it was definitely yeah. over the top, but anyway, so yeah. Hazel's gone. Ding dong. The alpha's dead. Um, so I think we can uh, get into our polls. Uh, and uh, again, thank you to everybody that participated in the polls. Um, we had a lot of fun with this. Uh, me and Candace thought it'd be a dope idea, and we could discuss it on the show. Oh, guys, did we skip over how terrible Lyrica looked? Because we were gonna get to that. Because remember, one of the poll questions is about her music. Oh, so. oh, okay. oh okay, good. Because uh, I think me and yeah, I, have some... I thought it'd be better just tie that in since okay. it's one of the questions on the poll. Yeah, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I see what you're doing. Come on, host. All right. So, You're doing amazing, first... sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Honestly, truly. <laughs> uh, okay, so the first um, question in our poll, one of our polls was, who won the Alexis Masika beef? Um, the choices were Alexis Sky, Masika, Child Nobody, and Fitty. Um, Alexis Sky uh, got 14% of the vote. Masika got 11% of the vote. Child Nobody got 55% of the vote. And and Fetty got 20% of the vote. Now, when I made this damn poll, I put Fetty in there just to be bullshit. And the fact that y'all niggas actually voted for this nigga. <laughs> ah. uh, but so, uh, Candace, how do you feel? Uh, child support won that one. The- <laughs> <laughs> of course. You're doing amazing, Candace. You're doing amazing. Uh, uh, Curtis, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Child support. <laughs> I mean, I kind of agree with Candace. Well, you know what? Not even. Because not, I not think we've talked about this before, Candace. Yeah, We're not sure how, how Fetty going to be paying nobody's child support. Yeah, Fetty Mojil. So, <laughs> uh, well, Tay, what about you? I said Fetty because these bitches is going back and forth arguing, and he done moved on to the next bitch. So I mean, the, the one that he can, one of them. So, the one that he, the one that he can see, barely. Right, barely. Well, barely, barely. 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 But yeah, they arguing over a nigga that don't care about either one of them. I am a poet. I just, I just want to see that. <laughs> Candace. <laughs> Candace. I. See what you did there. You know, long hanging fruit. I took it, but yeah, yeah. I like I, I voted child nobody. Uh, well, I guess if I had to vote, I would. Well, I did vote, but I, I'm kind of in agreement. Like nobody really won, quote unquote. But Fed, Tay got a point. I mean, Fed. I mean, they out here looking stupid over Fed. But I mean, I, no, no, no victims here. And yeah, and it's fine. Uh, the next question in the poll was. Do you like how Tiara's friends got her into rehab? Hell no. Um, no. <laughs> the, damn it, let me read the choices, y'all. Shit. The only choice should have been no. God damn it. The choices. No was, listen, damn it. <laughs> See, it'd be your own niggas every time. The, uh, the, the choices were yes, no, no, but it worked. Yes, but they moved funny. Uh, yes, got 24% of the vote. So, I mean, hey, everybody entitled to their opinion. Uh, 5% got no. 52% overwhelmingly got no, but it worked. And 19% sit, uh, got yes, but they moved funny. Um, I, for me, I will, I'm, I'm in the uh, camp of I don't like how they went about it, but it worked. So, as long as Tierra good, that's all that matters to me. What about y'all? <laughs> Well, so, we already know how y'all feel, so I will. Candace, wouldn't even let me get the damn question out. Candace, go. <laughs> it 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 worked. That is all I have to say about that yeah. because Kara is really in a good place right now. She looks good. She feels yes. good. She's had a moment of clarity because she is, uh, as you you could tell on the reunion, she's really not messing with none of the cast right now. No. Not, yeah. Not Masika, not Monice, not Nikki, not any of them. So, yeah. um, yes to that because rehab 
definitely helped her to see who her real friends were. But yeah. um, I really would have had to try to fade Nikki and Monice. Um, because they they pretty much used me as a to to have a storyline on the show. Because let's be honest, Nikki has no storyline. Like she None. literally None. was unimportant this whole season. She really did. Like she didn't she get it. Really, she was really forgettable the whole season. She was. Now granted, now granted, because I, I think we said this a couple of weeks ago, Candace. She she didn't have a storyline, and she. And for the most part, not completely, because I mean it, it is Nikki. I mean, come on. But she really wasn't in too much shit this season and just stayed to get some money. So in that I will give her that. But she is completely forgettable to be quite honest. So yeah. Um I mean, like that like I still don't understand how you trying to have an intervention with somebody and you don't have any of the closest people in their lives there. Yep. And that is yep. when I like like when I said that they were not as close of friends as Monice was trying to spin it to be, I knew I was right. Because if any, if you, if we close friends and you about to have an intervention for me, um, I'm pretty sure y'all gonna break y'all neck to try to get in touch with some of my close family. At the very least, my own damn mom. Yeah. Like, right. Like they didn't reach out to any of her family. Like the only. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, this this was for TV. It only it only got authentic because I feel like that producer yep. knew better than anybody that she might have a problem because they see everything that we don't see. Yeah. So that like when the producer got involved, I was like, okay, the shit is real. If the producer hadn't got involved, I'd be like, this shit is so fake and phony. Yep, because the producer definitely came and started hollering at her the way. Um... Tyra Banks did Tiffany. <laughs> I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? <laughs> Listen. Take that impersonation. Take that impersonation. You're doing amazing, sweetie. That was a legendary episode, and I just had to. I had to I'm sorry. You do you're doing fine. You're doing fine. But uh I think we all in agreement. like the we don't like how her friends, quote unquote, got her there, but I in the end. About it. Hmm? I fight everybody as soon as I got out. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of, speaking of. For spreading rumors. Yeah, Masika would have got that Tupperware pulled off her damn head. Honestly. Yeah, with them damn, them damn ugly ass eyeliner she had. Okay, but anyway. Um, <laughs> hey, wig. But, listen, listen, listen. But, uh. But also, speaking of the reunion, um. Look secure. Uh, Shot, you you could tell how Tierra is doing better because her wig wasn't even that bad on re, on the reunion. She had the least offensive wig of all. She the had years. one of the least offensive, definitely. Because yes. how even Chanel West Coast had a fucked up wig. I'm like, listen, the wig we'll get, is awful. We'll get to her in a minute because she on the poll. Right. Uh, all right, awful. the next next question on the poll. Do you feel Zell fat shames Ray and others on purpose? Uh, that the choices were yes, no, kinda, anything is game and beef. Um, yes, overwhelmingly got sixty percent of the vote. Um, no, got five percent. Uh, kinda got nine percent, and anything is game and beef got twenty six percent. I mean, we know it, it to be true because Zell, he knows what to say to push buttons. And he knows what to say to get somebody else to say something to push his button. Yeah. Um, so anything on anything is 
I don't want to say anything is game because I have I have my limits even when I don't like people. But yeah. never go lot, fool with me. Yeah, with a lot of people, anything is game and beef. And not to be funny, but fat jokes is not the worst jokes you can make when you beefing with somebody. So the whole uh this whole bullying thing that they tried to be on was weird to me because um Mr. Ray had his Mr. Ray had mouth, but he just couldn't out mouth Zell. So he couldn't take the digs he wanted to take. Because had it been somebody other than Zell, Mr. Ray probably would have been a lot more brutal because he was a lot more brutal with Alexis. Yeah, I was just about to say that, Ken. Like he had yeah. he had a lot he had a lot of mouth with Alexis. He just couldn't out mouth Zell. So yeah. Wasn't that something, Curtis? I think you. No, Curtis. I think you alluded to that on one episode, and the reason you don't really like Ray is because he. It does seem like he have a lot of mouth for women, but he didn't say really say shit to sell. Mm-hmm. Or he tried. I mean, he tried his best. He he yelled out the lines that they wrote for him the best that he could, but shit. Zell Zell is a true to the heart, to the soul, down to his toes ass. Hood booger, like you, can, you cannot out Jones somebody from the hood. Zell like, is definitely a young gay um chick daddy. Yeah, that is actually a, a perfect description, Curtis. It is. It's, it fit perfectly. Like he, he is the zesty ass <laughs> trick daddy. <laughs> 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 Minus the belly. Yeah, he he oh. do look like trick daddy before um. Before Trick Daddy got sick, so mm-hmm. he does. Yeah. He does look like his. Uh, he does look like the Spider Man meme, but if one of the Spider Mans was gay, <laughs> all right, all right, with his hand on his hip, all right, all right, so, okay. too much, cool. Look, <laughs> I'm just saying. Whole, whole, <laughs> I'm saying, like, I really want them to kill the whole body shaming, bullying shit because that the whole love and hip hop series at this point is built on beef and bullying. Like right like, without the beef and bullying, what else do you have? Yeah, but don't have a show because they would take it off the air. Like exactly. you know, you know what uh you know what it is without without the beef and bullying, baller wives. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty nah, even it was a little bit of beef and bullying yeah. on baller wives, like without True. without True. behavior that we see every season on these love and hip hop, you do not have a show. So this whole bullying, body shaming, blah blah blah. Like for God's sake, we didn't we didn't get that speech when um with a lot of the homophobia and calling like calling Hazel E sir and come here young man and this yeah, like yeah. like to me that's more problematic than calling a fat person fat honestly. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Because like, I, I oh, I'm sorry, Gans, go ahead. If we like I'm not trying to be funny. Like Mr. Ray is not one of those people that struggle with like weight to the point where like they weight yo yo up and down or sometimes they thin slim, sometimes they thicker. Like Mr. Ray is just fucking fat, and that's just what it is. And he knows it. And and he knows it. And calling a fat person fat should not be considered body shaming. Like the definition of fat is how Mr. Ray look. Like if you go to the dictionary, like he qualifies. So Mr. Ray looks like you know what Mr. Ray looks like. Like my best friend, um, a big girl, but she got a neck and she could do this. And he started wagging his head. Listen, she got a neck though. Listen, <laughs> Mr. Ray looks right. like an angry bird. He does. He looks like a pig from <laughs> <Angry> All right. <laughs> Next question on the poll. God damn it. Okay. Speaking of a bird, 
in the next poll, who is the biggest bird of the Brooke Marcus Booby yes. Rich? <laughs> yes, absolutely. The choices were yes. Brooke, Marcus, Booby, Bridget. Brooke got 51% of the votes. Marcus got... <laughs> to be honest, well, I we mean, have already talked about how Bridget, I mean, Bridget, how Brooke is looking the fuck stupid the whole season. So Brooke, not a beautiful bird. She's a she's really like pigeon level bird. Like it's levels to being a bird. Like she's not even a swan. Like, nope. she didn't even exhibit this type of behavior for somebody that has something going for him. Like, she did it for, like, a married man who screwed his paralegal and who we have, who's supposed to be a producer, but we've not heard anything he's done. Like, she she is, like, she's definitely a pigeon. Marcus is to produce and what Chanel West Coast is to hip-hop, and I'll leave it at that. Mm. Mm. Uh, but for, for the sake of the show, I have to read the rest of the results, guys. Um... Uh, Marcus got ten percent. Booby got seven. I, I, that that shot me because I'm like, how Booby? Well, mm. uh, and Bridget got thirty two percent. I actually thought this. Was, I actually thought Bridget would win this. Honestly, uh, yeah. not because not because I agree, but by, but because I think, especially like when you see like when we live tweet and stuff, how people kind of talk about Bridget. I thought Bridget would actually get this. Not that I agree, but I just thought she would get it. I think it was that last them last two episodes that sealed Brooks' fate. Yeah, them last yeah. two episodes. Bridget, Bridget, duh. It's hard for me to consider Bridget a bird because she do what a lot of men have done. So I was just kind of like, huh, she cheated. Okay. Like, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she I said, I. And she was using I, lines. Like, she was using, like, nigga who cheat lines. Like, when it was like, how many times she cheated? And she was like, it don't matter if it was once or 27 times. Cheating is cheating. Like, that's how niggas act when they get caught cheating. When you be like, yeah. how many times? They be like, do it matter? I cheated. Like, so honestly, they be I had, like, they be I'm, like Teddy trying yeah. to tell Tina Campbell all the time he cheated. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I have come back three hours later. Well, I have forgot about like five instances of when I cheated. <laughs> I, I started rooting for Bridget because I felt like oh, I didn't get that far. I, I felt like men men couldn't handle that type of behavior from a woman and they have they spend their lives treating women like that yeah i mean you could tell it from remember when she talked about like it if it don't matter if you know you cheated once or uh, twice cheating and cheating all the men on the cat on the set a1 james uh marcus all of them were kind of like on some dude bro shit like we see on twitter on the first part of the reunion so yeah they couldn't handle that shit that's why i was like rooting for her like damn she done another nigga sis get you another yeah. like nigga and dog him out Mm-mm. I mean, and it's easy to dog a light skin nigga out because I mean, hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, the next, uh, <laughs> the next question in the poll: Who was at fault for Zell and Masika's friendship ending? <laughs> the choices were Zell, Masika, yeah, both, or Alexis Sky. Forty-eight percent of the vote got Zell got forty-eight percent of the vote. Masika got ten percent of the vote. Both got forty percent of the vote, and two percent went to Alexis Sky. Okay, well, I agree. Facts is facts. Zell is an idiot in the conversation. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm in the both count, but okay. No, I'm not. I'm not in the both with that. Both. I'm not in the both. Zell could have minded his business, like mm-hmm. that. He could have, but he could. 
He could have, but I'm listen. We just got to disagree. I'm not letting this go. I, if I'm a seeker, I'm not letting my friends keep getting attacked by Alexis Sky because I'm too scared to address the shit. So that's well, why. I- so after going back and rewatching it, Zell didn't get attacked because of Masika. Zell got attacked because Zell mouth is Zell's mouth. Like, True, but Zell, Zell mouth. Li- Zell okay, okay. Okay. He was talking crazy to Alexis. If you go back and watch it, he was like getting. I'm not denying that. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not denying that. What I'm saying, however, is Zell is the type of nigga that if, and by if, because we know he ain't got no loyalty, if he fuck with you and you don't like that bitch and that bitch got beef with you, guess who else got don't like that bitch? He do. Remember, just the episode before, or not even that, because that was the same episode, wasn't it? When they went to Hazel E's um thing, him, Masika, and Monice, and they was all talking shit and shade, it was all cool then because all of them don't fuck with Hazel. So, Z- uh, so Zell also don't fuck with Alexis at that time because her um uh, Masika and Ale- and Alexis got this beef and shit. So yeah, he was talking shit to Alexis, but it was because he Masika friend and he don't fuck with whoever his friend at the time, because again, he's not loyal. Whoever his friend is at the time. If they got beef with somebody, he gonna insert himself into it and not that's fuck. With ass man, dog. That's a grown ass man. I could not. I could and Masika, like, a grown ass woman, Candace. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I could, go ahead. Even if me and you friends, and you say I don't like this person, I don't mess with them. Okay, I cannot mess with them too. I also could not go around starting shit with them as well. Like that's the thing. That's like, true. Okay, that's them. true. I'm not disputing that, but I'm also not. I'm also hey, Candace. If Somebody don't no, fuck me. You're Candace. Candace. No, if somebody, if somebody, if somebody, if some, okay, Candace. You're grown. If somebody, oh, I'm dead. Stop fighting. <laughs> <laughs> look, we look. This is what friends do. We can disagree. But if somebody is talking shit about you to me, I'm not going to let. If somebody is talking shit about you, I'm not gonna just let them. Come at you like that, and that's what Masika did. And, and and once you listen, if somebody is talking shit about you to me, and I'm like, and I stick around and I engage it, and then I get into it with them, I fully that was my choice to engage it and take it to the next level. I could have been like, yo, I don't, I'm not messing with this. That's my friend. We're not about to do this, and I'm gonna excuse myself from the situation. Zell knew what he was doing. Zell wanted those t- that TV time. He wanted that extra shine. And so he inserted himself in a situation that he didn't have to be in because the fact of the matter is if he was that tight with Masika, he would have never took no meeting with Alexis guy. He would have never tried to uh, facilitate any type of, uh, he wouldn't have tried to facilitate some type of friendship or a sit down between them. Like if I say, I don't like the person, I don't want anything to do with the person. That is the end of the conversation. If we friends. Like, no, okay. dead ass. If you say, Candace, I don't like this person. I don't want anything to do with them. I don't want them in my presence. I don't even want to discuss them. Guess what we about, we not about to do? Discuss that person. And I'm I agree. About having I agree. This person. I, listen, I, I agree. I'm not disputing that Zell wasn't a part of why they broke up. I'm not disputing anything you said about Zell, but you cannot sit here and act like Masika. She didn't even really stick up with for Monice when Alexis went at Monice, and she talked about Monice. You know, you know what's crazy? Monique's grown enough to know that when she get herself into some shit, she gonna handle her business. Like, the thing is, while I appreciate having friends who go to bat for me, I really don't need nobody fighting my battles for me. 
I just need you to not be adding to the situation. Like, that's what I expect from my friends. I don't need my friends going to war for me. I just need them to not go against me. God damn it. Now, now I can't be Candace Hive no more. Like, <laughs> because I'm fully capable of handling myself. And I'm fully and like I'm fully capable of assessing how my enemies carry themselves. And not to be funny, but it was very clear from the moment Zell and Alexa stepped on this show that they was looking to be renewed for another season. Every scene that, uh, that Alexis and Zell was in, they were in drama. Literally, every every time we saw them this season, they was trying to secure a renewal for next season. Like it, I mean, I kind like I kind of feel Masita. Like, okay, you want these fifteen minutes, earn it. Like, you're gonna have to earn it. So I, I don't, I really don't agree. Especially when Masika was helping Zell get checks. Like, you bit the hand that fed you. You an idiot. Keep we agree. We do not disagree there. But I, how we go from saying Masika a coward to being like she had no, she was right. Uh, she like she just this loyal friend as opposed to Zell. Like, if anything, <laughs> Spider Man mean Spider Man. I said it wasn't her fault that the that the friendship went to shit. I didn't say she was loyal, but she also wasn't disloyal to Zell either. She wasn't running around dragging Zell until Zell was dragging her. Like it was kind of it's kind of like she was a coward for how she dealt with Alexis because she and ran the people, Alexis at every turn. But Zell kind of created a situation where he kind of pushed her back against the wall, and so he got what his hand called for. I'm not even being funny, but if, if one of y'all get me a good-ass job and helping me make money, I'm not about to be in nothing that's going to make you pull your support from me if you helping me get checks. I'm sorry. I'm an adult. My right. bills my bills matter way more than, than some beef with a chick I never met before. That's real. That's real. I'm again. I'm not disputing any of that. I'm just. I don't like that Masika a lot. She was on, so I'm not giving <laughs> Alyssa Scott any shine, but Why also then. Alexis, talk, huh? What? Why are you dying on this hill? Like this, I mean, this, this is the the place where you about to uh, where you about to turn into the Hulk? Like Jesus Christ! That's fine, <laughs> like nigga. We unlike Zell and Masika, we actually friends. We can disagree on shit and still be friends. Well, that's not even a question. It's just this the hill you dying on, Zell? Jesus Christ! Hell no! You classier than that, boy. If you had to die on the hill, it wouldn't be behind Zell. He mm. is trash. And so is Masika. I said both. <laughs> you acting like I'm just saying account. I just said both What's of them. What's the next question? Because niggas got to work tomorrow. <laughs> nigga. Speaking of nigga, it's more time on my on my ear. You talk about niggas got to work tomorrow. Yeah, let's move it. to the next question. <laughs> All right. That's why your mama dragged you for the white diamonds, nigga. Um. <laughs> That's okay. She still love me after the fact. So that doesn't even matter. <laughs> uh, so the next question was <laughs> will you give Lyrica's music a chance <laughs> the choices were yes my turn to shine uh, in, in a second let me, let, me, let me read the question the answers were yes no and hoomst 29% of y'all said yes, which God bless. Um, 90, uh, 41% of y'all said no, and 30% of y'all said hoops. And 
um, Curtis and Tay being the patrons that they are, being the good Christian people that they are, gave Lyrica's music a chance, and I'm going to shut up and let them have the floor. Just lay up. So first of all, I want to say that I was not giving the music a chance. I was strictly doing research for this show. I take my duty as a correspondent very seriously. All right? I want that to be clear. Now, Tay, what are your thoughts? I went into the situation like Yolanda Adams and opened up my heart and mind. I know you lying, but go ahead. Curtis, we will not do this tonight. I came in with an open mind. It took me a couple of days to finish the album because I just, it was a lot. Like the songs just ran all in together. They sounded the same. And then the one song that really pissed me off was the fucking Smart Water song. The Herb Life song. Why the fuck are you comparing your vaginal to dirty ass blood water? Like she really said it's like Katrina. So wow. like, uh, you really compared your pussy to Hurricane Katrina. Wow. I listened to the album. Devastation, though. I was so embarrassed that this was supposed to be, um, that it was titled after her deceased twin sister because... I would haunt the fuck out of her. <laughs> you could have like, just posted pictures of your, your deceased twin sister on social media and left it alone. Throwback Thursday or some shit. That album is terrible. Like, I'm talking like the album is so bad that it kind of makes me question. It makes me question A1 as a writer and a producer. It was that bad. Because it made it's me like, question it how, how much he good. actually worked on it because. It makes me question if he sabotaged her because there's Probably. no way that A1 is getting, is, is writing A1, is writing hit records and talking about number one songs for some of the. Biggest names and in the industry. Album and this is the album that Lyrica turned out. Like it Your was wife. so it was so mediocre. I'm talking about was, I mean the everything, the, the writing, yeah. the vocals were weak. She sang the whole album in the same fucking key. It the felt selection, yeah. the mixing of it. The, the mixing, like some of them sound like she was the singing album. in a fucking hallway. Oh. Like Candace, do you think? Since you say um, you think he might have sabotaged it, do you think it was? <clears throat> excuse me. Do you think it was maybe his kind of slick petty way of getting back at her for how she handled? No, no, things? no, I don't think that at all. I think it was rushed because he was sick of her nagging about it, and he wanted to go get to the real money. So let and me the real take talent. Back. I don't think he sabotaged it. I think like he, here, I think he rushed he it because he was sick of her uh, blocking yeah, him from working with better artists and bigger names and people who could write bigger and better checks. Like, she like I'm not even being funny, but she literally had a tantrum while he was working with Keisha Cole. Yeah. Well, let's, well, let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Cause I'm, I'm going to drag her album for filth as well. Oh, so. I ain't even bother with that well. one. She got me blocked on Twitter, so fuck her album. Her album is terrible, but not as terrible as Lyrica's, but terrible. I felt like Keisha's album was, it was late, heavy air quotes, solid, but it wasn't good. You know, it was neutral. It wasn't good. Like she could have, she could have, because I only really vibe to the one song, the Incapable song. Oh. 
And that was it. That was the only song that stuck out to me. The rest of it, I was like, I mean, I could have had a V8 or like, you know, some veggie chips was, or something. Like you, she sounded really good vocally. Yeah, the production was good. The production was good, but the the song choices, like the beat yeah. selection and the actual the 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 writing was very very mediocre. Right. Which so means you, that that's you how take I feel that about thought and you subtract twenty eight million. That's what you get with Lyrica's album. Lyrica's that album, album was all really auto tune to me. No, it, it, was. it was very it was. That's all you heard. It was that really... was all you heard. I was like, oh, for all of this whining and crying she'd been doing on this show, I thought she had bigger chops than this. For as, even her mom, like Lyrica, is such a great voice. She shouldn't just be singing back up and being on people's hooks and da da da. And, and I'm, like, I'm yeah. still waiting for the Effie voice because I'm like, if you don't want her to be Adina from the beginning. Or Laurel, where the voice at? Because I didn't hear it. it it's not there. It's I told her she sung there. that whole album in the same key. I tried. It's not though. there. It was, and like she had like. And then you could tell that she didn't have any real direction because some of the songs to me sounded like other artists. Like it was one song where she sounded like, like she was trying to sound like Janaya Aiko. She had another one where it sounded like she was trying to sound like Tamar. And then the Another song, you know, like and then the know, song she had with Chris Brown, I bullshit horrible. you not. Chris, Chris, I thought o, that was Chris, Chris Brown o, the whole a, song because Chris the way o, that the a, song a, sounded, a, right? Like, that had did. to be what it is. Chris Brown had to like a one had to be like, I don't want to check. I just would like for you to do a feature on my wife album. Like that yep. had to be had to be how that came about because it sounded really terrible. And like you it, know, Lyrica reminds me of. She reminds me of a lot of writers who try to be artists and it just doesn't work out. Yeah, she they don't have the star quality. She reminds me of Sean Garrett. Um, she reminds me of... Sean Garrett's here with us? First of all, first of all, hold on. Sean Garrett gave us diva for Beyonce. Though, first so. of all, Sean Garrett is one of the best writers in the music industry, but he looks like a slug and his voice is not awesome. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like he really has a face only a mother could love. Like he is really fucking ugly. Like I remember that one single he had, um, some in the bed or whatever. And I was ripping like, on the bed. Yes, I was. I had this one, and I was like, this song would be so fire if somebody attractive was singing it. But but Sean the Pen Garrett is a great writer, terrible artist. He doesn't have it as an artist. Um, he looks like he doesn't have it. Yeah, I feel that. I kind of feel that way about uh, Carrie Hilson most of the time. She's pretty. Mm. Who? Who? Uh-oh. Hilarious. Uh oh. Who? The the Who? girl that was taking the Sergey hammer, the Baca hammer. Oh, oh, oh! I don't even know who that is. I'm sorry. Mm. I feel very sorry for you if you don't know what the Baca hammer is. <laughs> no, I know about the Baca hammer. But I'm just, I don't oh. know that person oh. you mentioned. Lord, but Carrie yeah, Hilson is that. an amazing writer. She is. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of her music sound like it would be better sung by people mm-hmm. like Beyonce and such. Mm-hmm. So that was like Lyrica's whole album. It, it puts me in the mind of songs I want to hear other people sing. Oh. Aside from Smart Water, because it was really fucking. That's a very terrible song. God, like I get really, really disgusted when people use uh, natural disasters in that way. Like it's really creepy to bring up Katrina, Hurricane Katrina, other than to talk about how devastating it was because that's literally all that that situation was, was devastation. 
So she called her puss. Using it to describe your vagina is really gross to me because floodwaters have a lot of bacteria in them. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of flesh and bacteria. Another way to say that is you're supposed to be a songwriter yourself. And this is what you do on your own album that's supposed to be dedicated to your dead sister. So the whole this, album. This oh, is how I also know that A1 is the brains in their operation because she wrote a lot of her songs. She wrote most, she wrote probably all of the songs for this album, and they're terrible. They are terrible. They are terrible, which is likely why A1 was going starting to go in the studio with artists without her. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I can't be embarrassed and take you to meet Keisha Cole. I got to do that on my own. Because when Lyrica was like, uh, when she, I forgot what episode, but she was like, her and A1 gave Chris Brown a party. And I'm like, I guarantee you she maybe came up with the hook. Maybe. <laughs> I can see it. Probably came up with the type. And she looked terrible on the reunion. Her makeup looked terrible. Her, her wig was terrible. She was dressed for a quinceanera. She looked bad like what are you doing like she is not okay she mm, that whole looked, thing she looked like if you got the squirts all right okay all right yep we're done we're done right. okay thank you guys for having me we're done good night wow all right. Okay. All right. Yeah. we just we just gonna move on to the next question oh uh, how many how many questions was it told? i feel like this shit was a midterm hilarious <laughs> uh Okay, so um, uh, I think this question we actually talked um, a little bit with Rod when we had him on last week, but uh, it was, does Mona Scott portray gay men on her shows in a one-dimensional way? Yes. Yeah, well, that, that was the first choice, yes, Tay. Um, yes, stereotypes. No, that's on them. 24%, uh, damn, sorry. Both, and then three, it was just entertainment. And I put that in for the, you know, it's just jokes, people. Um, 67% said, yeah, she portrayed my stereotypes. Uh, 6% said no, 24% both, and 3% was just, I'm just here to laugh at these niggas. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like I said, we, we touched on it a little bit last week with Rod. I do, because like Rod brought up something that kind of had like both of us side eye on a little bit, and like we really don't get a lot with the gay male characters on 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 the on the, on these seasons without the stereotypes, because I think what we talked about, like she, um, Zell is like the typical like I, I don't got no loyalty to nobody. I get in it and fight loud gay and then with Mr. Ray and uh then the other season with Milan and Miles and stuff. So yeah, I it, yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Curtis? Being our friend our friend in the community. Um I mean I agree, but at the same time I recognize that the entire franchise is built on stereotypes. So True. Yeah. You, that is a very valid point that I hadn't considered. So I can't expect you to get the LGBT side of it, quote unquote, right. Because yeah. when I look at the black women, look how they're portrayed. When yeah. I look at the black men, look how they're portrayed. So yeah, yeah, that's what what Jeremy would call the Spider Man point at Spider Man. Yeah, because yeah. all of it is stereotypes. The rappers, the way they're portrayed, like every bit of it is stereotypes. The Hollywood stereotypes, so everybody got to be luxurious and come in on helicopters and shit. Like the whole yeah. the whole franchise is built on stereotypes. So that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> should Chanel West Coast come back for another season? I ain't even oh. gonna read the answer. 
No. She shouldn't have been here he this season. off the damn show. I want Mona to stop bringing white people on this show, period. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, do everybody a solid and try, stop trying to force feed a token white person into black spaces because let's be completely honest, like, for as many people as Chanel West Coast claims to know, they never claim to know her. Right. Nope. Nope. I wonder why. Same, yeah. like, same thing with the Drewski dude. Like, she tried to force feed oh. him last year on New York and, like, nobody seemed to mess with him aside from the low self-esteem having mixed girl. Is he coming back? I hope not. I hope not, but yeah. Because I know, didn't you see the list, Candace? Is he coming back? Uh, I can't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember if he's coming back. I hope not. New York is not going to give us theater. It is not. I, I had to say it demure because it's not going to give us what we used to. Right. So, and I love Remy, but I don't think she's a good fit for the show. Yeah. Um, one, because she's on probation or parole and she can't fight nobody. So, right. right. does not make her a good fit for Love and Hip Hop New York. And all the other names they listed, which I don't even remember. Um, I don't care about Lil Mo. She got me blocked, so you know I don't care for real. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna read the choices on this poll, but shout out to ten percent of y'all that said yes, they should bring Chanel West Coast back because she wasn't that bad. Shout out to y'all. Y'all being nice on tonight uh, and on. She the- was. She was trash. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's stupid. Yeah. Um. So it's some more, but I ain't gonna read them. In so in all in all, did you enjoy loving see loving hip hop? Hollywood this season. Yes, it was theater. Uh, no, it was Sahara Dry in the middle and Mona needs better writers. This shit was split. 31% of y'all said it was theater. 31% of y'all said it's in the middle. 30% of y'all said Mona needs better writers. And eight of y'all said it was Sahara Desert Dry. <laughs> it, uh, nothing, nothing has topped what Atlanta gives us. Yeah. Atlanta set a very high bar for for ratchetness on love and hip hop. We have not gotten anything close to what Atlanta has been giving us season after season. Like I'm talking about break, I'm talking about cheap babies and mm-hmm. and um. and and Bambi and the baby teeth and Mama D and Ernest and they sex life and like we've not like I feel like we got the theater the, like the theater we did get from Hollywood this season. It was kind of corny. Like the the Alexis Masika storyline and everything that revolved around it, it just got really dry and really old really quickly. I mean, it started dry, so it just it it just. I mean, anytime you start beef over fifty, so I mean, yeah. the theater was was shit. Zelbra and Mister Angerbird, yeah. like that was where it was coming from because everybody else was boring as fuck. You see, we didn't even mention Ray J and Princess because that shit was so goddamn boring. It really was. Nobody care about. They spent all season not. Not having a baby, but complaining about wanting to have a baby. Siri, shut your ass up! What the fuck? Siri, like, hello, <laughs> what's going on? Right, Siri, wants me. Yeah, it was, it was really, uh, it was middle of the road for me. I, yeah, I'll agree it could have been better. It yeah. could have been a lot better. Yeah, it's in the middle for me, as especially well. especially because they changed the lineup and it did it didn't add anything to it. Like at least what happened. It, with Atlanta, when they added in those new people, them new bitches was fighting. Yes, <laughs> that's correct. We got, we got Lucci, and then we got Chanel West Coast, but Brandy and Max gave us way more drama last season. Mm-hmm. So it was like 
you it was kind of a washout. Like it, they added nothing to the season. Like literally yeah. every time I saw Lucci, I was just like, I know this nigga breath smell like copper. Right. What was your joke last weekend? It's not even then. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it was really, really mediocre. I yeah. feel like Lucha looked like he smelled like a can of chewing tobacco, like after it's already been chewed. <laughs> like the, with, with that, when they spit it out. Yeah, like yeah. a bucket of that. Yeah, yeah. And let me tell like, you, that's an awful smell. As someone who has lived through that, about like he smelled like a box of cool. Nigga smell like sn- smell like snuff. That's what it's called, snuff. Yep. Yeah, he he's really. He looks like he was. You know what? Let me not say that. He looked Look like. like- Oh, say it. I know, right? You, I don't know why you being sensitive. This all show, nigga. Like circumcised dick. That's what like the family. Like the, he literally looked like if you pulled a skin back on an uncircumcised dick, and it's all like right. no, no, and it's like it's like right. it's like dirt in there because of the way his hair and shit died. Yeah, he do look like smegma. Yeah. Wow. He does look. He he looks yeasty. Yeah, he looked like somebody lit by electronic cigarette. So, uh, oh, yeah, that um. Yeah, I, I it, look, go ahead. Uh, no, I feel like in closing, I feel like it's time for Mona to uh, rework lo- the the franchise. Like, I really feel like it's time for her to pull some of them from these locations. Like, I feel like New York is a dead end, like, especially with Cardi gone. Like, no- nothing I've seen from the previews of New York have me, like, excited to see it. It's cool. Same thing with Hollywood. Like, I feel like now she's giving us Miami. Like, go somewhere else. Like, give us Houston. Even though she tried to, and I think they started shooting while they was filming. <laughs> My fucking city. And yes. I, feel like, I feel like, matter of fact, they they did have Love and Hip Hop Houston in the works, and some big brawl bo- broke out, and somebody did shoot at somebody. And, like, one of the producers got hurt, and they canceled it all together, which is how I think Brooke got shifted to L.A., possibly. Hmm. Because oh, Brooke because Brooke does not fit in in L.A., period. You could tell she's not used to being in L.A. So, but yes, give us give us love and hip-hop New Orleans. Ooh, or nah, that was good. Nah. Or, or, or Chicago. Or Chicago. Or, like, or let's try one more time with Houston. Let's just give everybody a bulletproof vest. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's not, let's not let a, a few guns and bullets deter us from the goal at hand. Theater. Yeah. Correct. The goal is theater. Uh, so, uh, speaking of Chicago, so uh, we got uh, time for Black King or y'all niggas got to go to bed? Nah, I got, I got time if y'all got time. Yeah, I, got, I mean, I don't even think it'll take that long because the episodes were dry in my estimation. Yeah, it, it it's only two things I really want to drag uh, that happened in, in those two episodes. It's a few things. I'm sorry. It <laughs> I was going to say, because I'm looking at <laughs> I said at least four. <laughs> you being nice tonight. I don't know why. So, let me let me get right to the... This, this old lady in his goddamn face tattoo. First of all... <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we take a poll of what drug she was on? Because that woman was not sober at all, not even close. That woman was on something. She had the much mouth. She and couldn't yeah, speak. And like, and like my and like my mama said, it ain't had shit to do with her son. She was on some shit because her speech was slurred. 
her jaw was sl- slacking. Like yep. I was like, is this bitch having a stroke or is she doing crystal meth? Something. She was not okay. Something was up. And she wanted a free tattoo because that goddamn tattoo looked just like her uh, slack-eyed son. Just like him. <laughs> Mama what? Girl. She like, wait, bitch, what is going on? What like pipe did you tongue is, is No. Yeah, Mama wasn't sober. Mama was on something. Ma- and, and not just no liquor. Like Mama was on like a heavy drug. Oh, yeah. She was on something concentrated because... All of it. All of it. And then for the daughter to just be an accomplice to the foolishness. <laughs> like, she was embarrassed. The daughter looked embarrassed. Like, mama, that is him. Let's go. She was embarrassed, but it's like, girl, you know your mama's sky high. Why are you bring her in here? <laughs> she was on something. Whatever whatever drugs Cat Williams on now, that's what she was on. So heroin. Mm-hmm. Give or take. All of it. That's Cat's drug of choice. Them gums. My word. He had to be. Something to fuck Hazel. Let's move on, guys. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I did not mean that. I meant it, but I didn't mean it. But I meant it. So, um, yeah, the fate, like, okay. I am really sick of Ashley. Pedro Jr. So, Ashley <laughs> is um, just seven months removed from giving birth. And I literally had a very high risk pregnancy because I'm a diabetic. I took extreme offense to them acting like Ashley was about to die because her iron was low at this one doctor visit. They treated her like, like listen, they, they acted like she had a quintia. Like, what? the doctor started talking. Matter of fact, I don't know if Tay is still here or whatever, I, but I, Tay, Tay had low iron and the doctor made her ass take some iron pills and sent her the hell on her goddamn about my which is exactly what they did with Ashley. We're talking about talking about and if it continues, you're gonna need a blood transfusion. You like you know what low iron does to you when you're pregnant. It makes you tired. And you cold as hell. It it just it makes you tired and I think it makes you more susceptible to bleeding out during childbirth. And then you might need a blood transfusion or something to that nature. But, but just only low, during the pregnancy. Just having low iron does not um, put your life at risk while you're pregnant. At one point, I was like taking like gummy prenatals and gummy prenatals don't have iron in them. And so my doctor was like, your yeah, iron looks, um, it could be a little higher. Uh, switch to uh, regular prenatals. And then my iron shot up and then we called it a day. And the doctor was like, eat some spinach and shit. <laughs> like, eat stuff yeah. high in iron. And that was the end of the conversation. So, seeing her, like, having a meltdown about having low iron and she has a baby already, I was like, okay. Yeah. It was, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. Like, they, they had to, like, they had to, like, she was, like, I did ass almost said some hangover shit when I was watching the episode. I was like, but did you die? Like, they, All right. they, they, was, they was doing a lot for her. They was doing a lot. Uh, is this Jocelyn? That's correct. Yeah. With Bonnie Her Bella. Ugly. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no reason for her to talk as much shit as she doing. Her feet are looking like that in that picture. Mm. And that baby still won't it, huh? <laughs> the court still ain't got a hold to Jocelyn and Stevie. Nope. When the when the courts catch up with them, they gonna go to jail and lose that damn baby. Mm-hmm. Baby going straight in the system. Goddamn idiots. Uh. 
Yeah, so please, I'm so sick of Ashley. I'm I'm so like I'm so sick of Ashley. So can we talk like, about her? Can we talk about her fellow sister and birdism, Nikki? She really like before I go. Ashley makes marriage look miserable. Like if she like if if people watch this and look at the way she treats marriage and Don, like she will make you not want to get married because she literally yeah. thinks that she should not have to put forth any effort into their marriage and their home life. It's really weird. Like, it's and she sprung that baby on him. Like, I'm pregnant. Ha ha. Like, ew. Like, <laughs> that shit was I, it was mad aggressive. Like, <laughs> it was creepy as fuck. It was like the Joker telling you we're pregnant. I was like, oh. Ha ha, we're pregnant. Like, Heath Ledger, the Heath Ledger Joker, too. Right. And that shit be like, you sitting there Yo, ass be crying like Sarah, Sarah Paul's, Paulson from a uh, American Horror Story. Yeah, it was really, really weird. Uh, Nikki is the weirdo. Uh, yeah. yeah, she is. Uh, She's a. She is a lot. She's a weird. No, let's let's call her what she is. She is an abuser. Actually, like Nikki yeah. has really abusive behavior, and on several occasions with uh four. Like it is really. Uh, unacceptable because if four was doing the things to Nikki that Nikki does to four, we would drag him for complete filth. Yep, I agree. Like she, she literally busting his studio session. He explained to her what was what and everything else, and she like con- she like continued the behavior and then got worse. Like, well, that shit sound trash. And yada yada yada, and then start disrespecting the uh, the 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 producer and the and the engineer, and like she got, and then like hitting him, and like like it just got really really trash really quickly, and then yeah, was because he couldn't have a key to his apartment. Right, wasn't the song about her? Yeah, yes. that's what he said. He had that right. whole surprise planned out. That song was gonna be for her on his new album. Allegedly. But Forrest kind of Forrest kind of an idiot because I would really find it weird if the person I'm dating tries to be in every aspect of my life. Like they work in the same building. She wants to be in his apartment. She wants keys to his apartment. She pops up at his studio sessions unannounced. She pops up when he's on trips unannounced. She like has people looking through their husband's email and shit to figure out locations. Like like she's kind of like. Fatal attraction to me. Yep. So, yeah, I I'm don't not disagree. Really I was, I haven't been a fan of hers the whole season. So, because she's been like doing that the whole season. Yeah, she has. Like, she's a, well, even last season, right? When she uh, beat Cat up. <laughs> <laughs> she beat Cat up last season at the rooftop uh, thing or wherever where Ford was performing at. So, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of her. Like her her temper is really gross to me, and like yeah. she just hasn't run into somebody with hands yet. Yeah, because when she snatched on uh, old girl wig in the parking lot, even though it's a wig that needed to be snatched, that don't count. Too much wig. Yeah, that wig is more. I'm equally as tired of Charmaine. I, <sighs> like her antics, that shit is old. It's whack. It's tired. Like. So, so Charmaine oh, pretending that she didn't know that she had a fupa, even though she's had a fupa for every season that she's been on the show, that really confused me. Because I was just like, hey, girl, hey, you've been the same size since you got on the show. Correct. Okay. We also address 
that her her boyfriend is a Twitter nigga. <laughs> Uh, her boyfriend is some is uh uh probably a bottom. I don't believe that man is straight. So, (laughs) (laughs) and if we were to compare him to a Twitter nigga, he's not even a Twitter nigga because Twitter niggas like women at work so that they could use them and leech off of them. So he's he's not even that. He is um he's a completely. Animal. He's a weirdo, honestly. I would I would call him a Steve Harvey book truther. Is that fair? Uh, I would have to have read a Steve Harvey book to tell you, so I really don't. <laughs> well, yeah, good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> I didn't even know he had. You ain't missing nothing. Mm-hmm. I read one. The, he had. Oh, was Steve Harvey is, is, is a think like a man one? Yeah, that's or the only one. Why did I yeah. get married? One. What? It's a think like a man one because that was the like only one my mom bought, so I read it. Okay. Steve Wait, he Harvey got multiple. Hold on, let me let me investigate this. Hold on. <laughs> Wait. Harvey married a whole scammer. I don't want no. I don't need no books from him. Steve Harvey is a scammer. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's true. That, that is that is absolutely true. Uh, so can we talk about four reading everybody for Phil? No, that was Don. Oh, Don. Sorry. I was Don. Say, when did uh, four do that? So. Dog, he Jay was uh, right. He does have multiple books. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, <laughs> who the fuck is buying these books? Uh, low black women, lonely black women. Mm-hmm. There's your answer. Everybody, them and probably on, some Latina on. women too. Hold on, I gotta put myself on mute because this is fucking hilarious. Y'all go. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Buckers. That ain't me. Jeremy. Uh, that's Jeremy. Nigga really put himself on mute. So I have a question. Um, because Ryan kept referring to um, the heart attack that he had. And I was trying to figure out, was there any confirmation that he had an actual heart attack? And if he had just had a heart attack, why is it when they was in the backyard about to sit down and grub, they got fried chicken and ribs. So I'm trying to figure Cause, out because you a heart attack ain't never stopped black people from eating fried chicken and ribs. That's even true. if it means death and destruction. I mean, I'm sorry. But you would think um, that the way that they were acting, like you got to be here for your kids so, and da, 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 da. So, yeah, that's like part of me wants to believe it was a heart attack because I feel like that's why they stopped filming. Cause if you pay attention to how certain parts of the show edited together, like you could tell that the shit is happening like months and months and months apart. Yeah. Mm. Like, and then we got this weird break for no reason. And it seems like we got it because they wasn't filming. So they took a break so that they could keep their schedule, I'm guessing. Like, because you know, normally while, like normally they film and then while they filming, one one black ink is showing. And then when that one is finished, then they go back to filming the next one. So, like some weird, like it had to be something, but I don't know if it was a heart attack. And he keep calling it one, but like to be just barely thirty having heart attacks, and you look seem well. You know what? I take that back because I I I've lost a cousin in their twenties to a massive heart attack, and you would never think that he would be the type of person to have a massive heart attack. So, but I do agree. Like, what lifestyle changes was being made? Because your family did just have like. The big mama soul food. Uh, we got to be that fit. That's how some butter. I just burnt my diabetic arm. Uh, meal going on. Like it was just a lot of bad food. So I don't know. And that conversation was mad awkward. Weird. What are you supposed to tell your kids when they ask why y'all not me? I was like, oh, this is weird. I don't like it. 
First of all, they kids are older. I didn't know. Wait, pause. Am I the only one who didn't know him and Rachel had multiple kids together? I thought no, I didn't know one he... kid. I thought they had three. Th- really? I only two ever old. seen him with one of the kids. I thought they had like two or three. Oh wow! I I only thought they had one, and he was talking about like fifteen years they had been together and messed around. So that means these kids is like older too, like. At this point, your kids know that they mom and daddy not married, and I'm I'm very sure they're not really asking that question. Like his mama was just being like dramatic. Yeah, as I was gonna say, it was it was weird. I didn't like it. Yeah, it was very invasive. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of um, invasive, so uh... his mom looked like Chris Brown when he be having blonde hair. Candace, please, mm. please. <laughs> I'm not saying you lying, but. Please. Uh, speak, speaking of invasive. The, <laughs> God damn it. So we're going to address uh, how, like I said, King Don read Everybody for Filth and how I find it incredibly hilarious and sad that nobody other than Don dumbass, who, by the way, Don has, I, I have grown to like Don this season. Nobody other than Don figured out that, hey, Lily talking real brazen about Cobra, and all of us have known Cobra longer than she has, and this is very odd coming from somebody that just got here that got all the shit to say about Cobra. Right. No, okay, let's let's be honest. Cobra is very messy. Everybody in that shop is messy. So being mad that she is messy is Again, like again, like you have to get some. You have to get side eye to put the Jordan face on the Spider Man meme because <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, she messy. She talks shit about us. Whole shop built on talking shit. Literally, Ryan is y'all boss, and y'all spilled the beans about him cheating on Rachel. Like that's correct. Uh, what? The fact of the matter is, Lily looks like she smells like a baby diaper. <laughs> That's the first thing. Like, she just looks really sweaty and disgusting all the time. Like, she's never looked clean on any episode. She looks like she smells like stale tortilla chips. That's racist. It is. That's racist. And it's spelled R A C E S. Like, (laughs) 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 Lily is, uh, I've never seen. I'm glad Lily is not black. Let's just let me just say that. <laughs> it is I like I'm very glad she's not black. Like this is not a strike against black women. Like she literally cheated on Junior. Then after she realized that Junior hadn't done anything wrong, continued the relationship as is while posting on Instagram the dude that she cheated with and saying I love you Poppy. And then inviting the dude over to an apartment that she shares with Cobra, who is also who is Junior's friend. Like, you are the epitome of stupid. And then when Junior finds out, she get mad. And she blamed Cobra. I was going to say, it didn't even seem like she was that mad about the breakup. It seems like she was mad because she felt like it was Cobra's fault. Because you ain't seen her say shit about Junior or about that relationship. She been focused on Cobra. Yeah, right. she like I'm gonna ruin like I'm gonna ruin you like 
bitch, Cobra is a good tattoo artist. If she not at nine mag, she go somewhere else. Like it's not the end of the world. And she got a roof over her head. Can you say the thing? Hello. I know, right? Like, no, the fuck you cannot. We know this to be fact. All right. Not only are you a terrible tattoo artist, you can't hold your liquor. You're a professional homosexual. Like, where where can where can you go other than like if it ain't if it weren't for Cobra, your own family kicked you out. So it's like what? what? Um, let me hear. Can we talk about how I'm sick of this stripper that Cobra is uh pussy whipped by? Like she, she is the she like she looks really skanky all the time. Yeah, she 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 does too much. Too I much. know she smells like spam. She, <laughs> she do look like she smells like Vienna sausages. I'm the only one. Okay, cool. She look like she stinks. She, you didn't lie. I just wasn't gonna say it, but I she looks like she looks like she smells like you know how like Subway restaurant smell like mop water. Smell like Applebee's to go. <laughs> <laughs> Two for twenty. <laughs> Five dollars long, yeah. Like she, she looked like she smelled like stale McDonald's nuggets. <laughs> not even sure what that would smell like. So, not, yeah, I don't know the name. Yeah, but I, I, she does a lot. Like I, mm, she does too much. She does. Like from the time that we met her, and uh, like it, how she, it's, and, it's. Yeah, she mm, I, mm, and, and like I said, Cobra so pussy. Well, Cobra just happy that she getting in some pussy. I on just... the preview for on the preview for next week, she gonna be trying to give lap dances to the whole shop, Who? And denying and denying that her and Cobra is a thing. Who? Mm. Oh, ooh, mm. Vel- mm. what's her name? Velvet. The, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know her name is Velvet. Let me look at my notes. Let me inspect. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> we that, okay. We can go with that, but uh, <laughs> that bitch named polyester. Candace, <laughs> you beat me to it. I was sure thinking that. <laughs> Rayon. Right. All right. What? Fuck. I'm trash. <laughs> I say one thing. All right, man. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what Candace's mama told us when we talked about her white daughter. I was channeling my. <laughs> That's exactly what I was channeling. Fuck y'all. <laughs> my mother is a move. She a life move, and she's been like that all my life. That that's why y'all be like, you are why like why you act like that? Like because I picked that up from my mother. Like that's her. That's her life motto on, on anything like that you got to say that she don't care about. Man, fuck y'all. Like, <laughs> fuck y'all, fuck that, fuck this, fuck them, they, like, fuck everything. Like, if if, if she hey. not with it, she don't give a fuck about it. She don't hey. care about nothing. Hey, that that how Don that how, that how, that how was in the shot when he said, when he got mad, he was like, fuck this table. <laughs> yeah, fuck everything. Like, my mother really is, like, she is the most unbothered person I've ever seen. <laughs> Like, like she's been unbothered my whole life. Can you imagine being put on, like, getting in trouble by somebody who unbothered? Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I hear you. Fuck that. You still don't. You still can't do shit. Don't leave out my house. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no yelling. Just no. Fuck that. And fuck what you did. You on punishment. All right. Don't you run up my goddamn bills. 
Yeah, cut them goddamn lights on. Fuck, fuck that. Like it, it just always that's always been the move. And Don, so first of all, like Cobra is like a the typical fat chick who never been comfortable being fat, and she never had no friends. Like she, and she not like like cute and fat. She kind of like damn, this bitch should be on the twenty yard line, like big. Like she like built like Ray Lewis kind of big. You know what I'm saying? Like she. Like she should be like an offensive lineman, and so like she never really had friends. Nobody ever really wanted to mess with her. So she kind of like when Don said it, it did make sense. She act like somebody who don't know how to have friends. Yeah. Like so, I I fully believe that Cobra has always struggled with depression. Yeah. Like I fully, I, I fully believe that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's a, uh, and I think that's why Don got so mad and why he got mad at everybody, and then he shared that personal info. Like he saw a lot of Cobra in his sister that he lost to uh, to depression and stuff. I mean, she's still with us, but she like has spent her whole life in and out of mental. Oh, illness. she's still with us. No, she's yeah. not dead. She's yeah, just she's in. She's uh, she's been she's been committed so much. Like she's had oh, so okay. many mental breakdowns and episodes that she's like been involuntarily committed and has not been able to get herself together to come home and be um functional. So, oh, okay. Yeah, she's, she's still alive. So he's currently dealing with this, which is probably why he took it as hard as he's taking it because he has to see his sister in that state uh yeah, and yeah. I'm pretty sure it's stressful, but yeah, they was really acting like some high school kids like, "Oh my oh, god, cover yeah. yeah. like, like, like Yeah, cuz like the my, my thing is like, um, like Cobra, and I think because I think I live tweeted last week, like it was like Cobra is messy, true, but y'all acting like I mean, for God's sakes, Danielle and Charmaine alone, like we don't even have to get into everybody else in the in the in the shop. I mean, everybody messy. Everybody else in the shop is not honestly. Danielle and Charmaine keep the mess going in the shop. Like, if we completely honest, the men yeah. don't keep. Uh, in Van, Van is pretty. Yeah, much I was about to say Van. Yeah, Van. But like the rest of the people in the shop, um, they hardly ever jumpstart the mess that takes place in the shop. It is always Charmaine and Danielle, literally. Right. So it was just kind of like y'all mad that she is as messy as y'all. That's crazy. Like y'all pretty much saying it's only room for two two messy bitches with bad weaves in the shop. Mm. Wow. Right. Wow. Right. So if she put on like if she put on a cheap wig, can she then be messy with y'all? Speaking right. of messy bitches, I did not appreciate that part uh in the last episode when Danielle called herself styling what's her name? Okay, that part was completely disgusting. That shit was gross. It really was. Why are you touching your cousin's pussy? It well, really why is your cousin putting on clothes with no drawers on that aren't hers? That too. And why could she? That was too much. I was like, no. Dude, if you're styling, why? If you're her stylist, why aren't you getting her clothes in her size? Right. Like, I um. Also, like, I will say this. Um, and it's, I mean, it, it's minor, but I find it hilarious. Like, low key, Danielle be fed up with Charmaine shit, but she keep letting Charmaine. She keep being. You know, that's her cousin. Like, she keep entertaining Charmaine shit, but while also out being fed up with Charmaine shit. It is just hilarious to me. Because <laughs> she be shaving the fuck out of her and each of her confessionals. And, like, that scene that we're talking about, she was like, bitch, what? Huh? What? Are you okay? No, you're not okay. W- what's wrong with you? 
That's bad. Your own cousin on the show with you every damn scene be looking at you like, bitch, what? She need to open up her motherfucking mouth so her cousin can stop looking so goddamn stupid on TV. Like all of that goofy ass shit and skipping around and not wearing drawers and constantly pulling your dress up and shit. Like, girl, this is not fucking first grade. Like, what is wrong with you? What you say, Candace? I said Charmaine look nasty. She does. She does. Like, she carries herself really nasty. Like even a whole, I peed on the couch. Like, sis, you, you, you so drunk that you peeing on the couch and allowing other people to sit there knowing that you did it, not trying to have a couch cleaned or anything like that. And fine, fine. And you, ain't you supposed fine. to be the office manager? Right. She, she the most non-managing motherfucker I ever seen in my damn life. Don't but nobody. Like, she, she, she conducts herself like a first grader. She really does. All right. She does have a, the intellect of a first grader. Like, she's really stupid. Mm-hmm. Somehow yeah, you... she got her job back, and it was just like, okay. Yeah. I think Taya's back with us, and she can hear us. Yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're here to spread all types back. of joy and joyness and peace and love. All right. Okay, first of all, let's not come from our sainthood, all right? Huh? We're not doing this again. Huh? With you. That's what we're calling it? Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Must be too saintly. Like I came on here I'm straight like, from like, I'm like, A1. I ain't finna do this with y'all. I'm like A one. Must be too saintly. Right. Unbelievable. I I I don't have to take these attacks. Oh, that's what you call it. True. Okay. Cool. Attacks. All right. All right. This these slanderous claims y'all are, making are you, about are, how horrible I am. Are you literally? I've been chill throughout the whole show. Are you literally shaking right now? <laughs> Very much so. I'm about to ask for the manager in a minute. Okay. <laughs> And I'm about to be a real nigga. We are the manager. Oh, you want to talk to the manager? It me. Hello. Hello. It's us. I remember I was a shift supervisor at fucking CVS, and somebody said that shit to me, and I could not wait to pull that card because the boss wasn't there. I am the boss. Nor was the assistant manager. I was the only one, and so I was like, "Bitch, I'm the boss." Fuck. Yeah, black. I I don't know. I just. I'm I'm ready to get to the to the cheating part. Yep. Yeah. Uh, with Kat having, a, oh my God, we did not talk about Kat's meltdown and her boyfriend being like, "Okay, but did you die though?" Nigga, literally. Like that sounds so rude. First of all, how much of a nigga do you have to be to have a meltdown because they didn't have no hot wings and Hennessy at the day party? <laughs> that, was, that was some people. Like, that was the beginning of Cat having a meltdown. They ain't got no chicken. I got no Hennessy. I can't make no friends. They raising the rent on my building. I just feel like her boyfriend was like, okay, people go through this kind of shit every day. And okay, he, but like, her chicken levels was low, Candace. You got to understand. Like, she really was acting like she was having like worldly problems. Like, because what? No chicken. Was, like, really? <laughs> First of all, let's let's explain that Cat has not been in LA likely even six months yet since Black Ink's last Chicago last film last tape earlier this year. It's not even been like six months if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so, I think she said that on the show. So acting like you're gonna move to a completely brand new place where you don't know anybody, don't have any family, it's going to take time to assimilate into that environment. Yeah, I, I I will say that <laughs> that part is absolutely correct. 
the part that was hilarious to me was her having a breakdown over like all that what Candace you just said is absolutely correct. But I just can't get past the fact that it started. The base of it was she was getting upset on about no innocent and wings. That shit was fucking hilarious to me. I would be upset too, hell. <laughs> that's, hey, bitch, that's, I can't hear and ain't no wings. Right. Y'all, y'all, that's some nigga shit. Right smash now. a window. Ain't no chick, y'all bitches ain't got no chicken. What? That, that's some niggatry right now. <laughs> it is some niggatry. I did that made me I laugh. It was queen. hilarious to me. Oh, uh, her boyfriend though. That look, I didn't. I really, I didn't want to laugh, but I did, and I kind of felt bad, but then I kind of didn't, but then I did, and I kind of didn't, because I just it, and the way he said it, he was like. Right, he he was like, uh, nigga, and like, I, I was like, God damn, shit, Jesus. Yeah, he was definitely an asshole about it. I mean, I yeah. get it that what he was saying was true, but Look, the way he said it, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's like it's one of those things where it's like you didn't lie, but how you say things matter. Yeah, the delivery was trash. Yeah, the delivery was absolute trash. Cause like he did like I yeah I I fuck with his point like it is like people go through this shit and the grand scheme of things they're all bigger fish to fry but yeah the, his delivery like how you say words mean things how you say things mean things yeah tone inflection all of that shit matters it it definitely matters I only um, have one more thought for Black Ink Crew them two episodes and that was after that shit went down in the shop and Cobra left. And met up with her name is Velvet. I have it in my notes. Okay. And they were at the bar, and um, Cobra was trying to talk to her, and she was and like, she "No, you just need to drink. You just need to drink." And was like encouraging her to just drink it away. Yeah, that shit was disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I peeped that too, and I agree. Like, cause clearly Cobra, it. it, it and, and and by the preview, which I and by the preview, Candace was talking about like next next episode, she gonna dance on everybody in the shop. I kind of feel like she's using Cobra to some extent. Uh, I just can't pinpoint like what extent. Like, is she using her for her 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 job security or her place or whatever? I can't pinpoint what exactly she is getting from Cobra, but it does seem seem like she's just using her because nobody that genuinely cares about you is seeing you going through something. Like obviously something's wrong, and then it's just gonna encourage you to just like drink, 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 and then like she pulled out her titty and shit. Like I, mm, yeah, she was I, doing the most. Yeah, I didn't like that either. So yeah, all right, all right that was I, really I, it. I'm with Candace. I'm ready to get to the cheating. Stop dangling the motherfucking carrot. It's time to eat, bitch. Right. Give, Give us, us the theater. Correct. Give it to yeah. us. Uh, I'm ready for Cat and the Big Gums to come back stirring up shit because she couldn't make that leg. Cat gums look like. The whole left side of a Prius. However, I am ready for the mess. She gonna come to Rachel woman to woman and nigga. And Rachel in a Prius. Let's be fair. It's more like woman to beaver or beaver to woman. Let's be fair. <laughs> Naked mole rat woman. Rufus from Kim. In the previews, it looked like Rachel don't care either. Like, so it look. It seems that Brian possibly. Uh, laid his shit on the table at home already because Rachel looks completely unbothered in every scene. Like, mm. do you want him or not? The other part is, aside from what happened at the cabin, I'm really tired of Kat acting like she and Ryan were together. They were not together. And 
what made what ran Kat to LA was Ryan got back with Rachel and her feelings was hurt and so Kat went to LA. Like and she so she gotta stop acting like that's not what happened. Cause even Danielle was like, that's why Kat went to LA, because her feelings was hurt about the way things went with her and Ryan. Yep. So uh, I know Kat breath stink, her teeth big. Yeah. Just her yeah. Yeah. Her teeth big and her lip is not be big enough to cover it all the time. Mm-hmm. I bet I bet her her breath smell like some chopper candle that's been lit out in the sun. Mm-hmm. Breath smell like organ meats. All right. Uh, okay, I think I think I think that's another uh, caster for tonight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, her breath smell like kidney. Like I don't even know why. Okay. All right. All right. We've been at this long enough. Uh, Tay Curtis. Yes. Thank y'all so much for joining us on this uh, long but hilarious episode. Yes. Very long. I'm, yeah, but it was a lot to get through. I'm happy I could bless you with my peaceful presence on that show. Okay. Girl, girl. The bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Why do y'all always do this to me? Like, Can we just mute on? her goddamn mic? I'm sick of the shit. Nope. <laughs> Only I can do that. Nigga just, nigga like want to go out on a lie. Like most people, right. the bang. She want to go out with some bullshit. Right, just okay. like a little bullshit. First of all, again, yeah. these attacks. Uh, give Nami a kiss. So after you wash them lies off your breath. Right. <laughs> right. Do you kiss your baby with those lies? Ew. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. A lot of them. fake news. <laughs> uh, but this is, uh, like we said. This is this is newscasters. Hilarious. (laughs) Hilarious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is Curtis's first monthly recurrence. We're gonna have this nigga back each month. Um like he like we said before, he like Candace said before, he enhances the podcasting experience and we love him and he will be a great addition to the ratchet. I just bogarted my way into that shit, y'all. Don't know about it. You're right. You you really did. Like I'm coming down. I'm coming back. Bitch, hire me. I need a job. Like, <laughs> no, I will, that's like walking in and being like, I started yesterday. Um, so yes, my my where's my where's my security clearance? Where's yes. my cubicle? Why my stuff not ready? I started yesterday. My name tag says it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. To the store now. Right. <laughs> yes. My my hours. Yes. Just make sure my check clear on the first and the fifteenth. Thank you. Uh, uh, so next week. Um, next week we'll be back with uh, because we're recording this before the new Black Ink, so the this episode will be before uh, before that, but after that, we'll be discussing what happened with uh, polyester at the strip club, and <laughs> we'll discuss uh, polyester the at new the uh, strip club. Yeah, polyester at the script club. She like we gonna call her windbreaker. Uh, <laughs> I'm hurt, man. Hi, as always. First of all, also that reminds me. I have a school picture from like fifth grade where I had on the silk windbreaker. That shit was fucking terrible. That's the ugliest outfit I ever took school pictures in. My grandma gave, me, and she thought that shit was fly. It is very fucking ugly. 
<laughs> my grandma don't listen to podcasts, so I know for sure she's never gonna find out how ugly I thought that outfit was. And my mom made me wear it. <laughs> and you know how my mom? She was like, "Fuck that! You wearing that?" <laughs> In true fashion. <laughs> In true white diamond fashion. 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 Yes. Consistency yes. is what. Consistency. Consistency all all my life. But uh, so we'll be discussing that. We'll be discussing the first episode of Love and Hip Hop New York. So if the drama is light, I'm going to try to get Jeremy into Marriage Boot Camp with Peter Guns and uh, Amina. Yes. yes. Uh, because, because that is that is shaking up to be theater. Because yes. Peter went outside and called Tara while he was at Marriage Boot Camp with Amina. Yeah. Oh. And told her he missed her. And the kids. Oh, bitch, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what, y'all fucking ridiculous. That's what we'll be bringing That's so on. juicy. Uh, Jeremy got real zesty. Yeah. Jeremy got lemon zesty. He let out the... He let out the <laughs> look, look, I, look I, I am never not here for mess. So, that's why we started we know. this podcast. We know. So, with, with that said, you guys have a great week, great rest of the weekend. Um, I'm going to let my guests outro themselves and give you their ads. Uh, Amen. Uh, Praise the Lord. Our nigga. Please. Madea. Really? When's the last time you stepped foot in somebody's church? You wanted them niggas talking. You wanted them niggas talking. No matter where you worship, as long as you worship, you could worship from your couch. Like, shut the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> Nigga, shut up. TD Jax has never failed me. So, I mean. Nigga, tied it in your own pocket. You just put five. You took five. Yep. From your pocket. <laughs> take it back. Take it back. Soon as service is over. Like, uh, like, damn night. You know my heart. You. Your first damn podcasting debut when you up here lying like a motherfucker. Like, we all don't fuck with you wow. or know you in real life. If you don't get the fuck. Okay, but the, see, but America don't need to know okay, all that. Like, yeah, damn. That's um, let, let's cut to my baby Curtis because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, friend. Wow. About his Who need enemies? <laughs> With friends like Fred. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. You fed up with the lies. That's <laughs> some old bullshit. I've been chilling. What's you right. Saying? You are on some bullshit. You are absolutely exactly. right. Exactly. Get on some bullshit. Some nigga, first of, nigga, nigga, the same person that was with me in the Outcast concert and cried together up here live. First of all, Pimp C came out and did let me see it. So how was I supposed to react? Nigga, first be clear. Uh, I don't even. I don't uh, know who you are anymore. First of all, okay, hey, okay, I've been to the club with you. I've been drunk with you. <laughs> me and Curtis have been drunk with you. We've had mm-hmm. Polish boys with you. We know what type of nigga you really are, so... Emphasis oh on nigga. Yes. Like stink meaner. Hey, nigga. We, like, we know... <laughs> 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 I'm about to change my name to that on Twitter now. <laughs> stink meaner. Nigga meaner. <laughs> nigga meaner. Exactly. But hey, uh, Curtis has a podcast called The Gay Side Stories. And- Lovely. He brings on a lot of great guests. We've been guests. Um, yeah, I'll I'm be about to be a guest. Shit. Yeah, we've been guests, and he has a page um, on IG. Do you have? And you have a gay side story page on Twitter too, as well. Yeah, yep. Gay side <laughs> stories everywhere. GaySideStories.com. It's a it's an LGBT show. It's not just gay. It's not a show particularly for explicit gay sex. I'm not promising that that won't be discussed at some point or multiple points. But 
it's not that kind of show. So come check me out. And check me out here. I ain't got shit. Once a month, I shall return. <laughs> like the rent. Do. I will be back. Every month. Yep. That's correct. Uh, Every month, so... like that cable bill you got to pay so that you can watch along with us. Every month, I'm back. Yes, because stop asking niggas for their login information. No, you cannot. Like, no, you cannot have my HBO Go information. I don't know you like that. Right. Yeah, not strangers. You, you now, to, within your friends, to... if you have a network, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Candy. No. What was your name? Willing to share that with, and like, that's just the people on this podcast. Like, literally, I don't even Correct. mean all my friends. Not even all my friends can have my account information because y'all right. don't have nothing to trade in exchange for nothing. Like, yeah, okay, exactly. if I give you my Netflix, what you got? Nothing. Fuck out of here. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look. Hey, Candace. I, I got look. Hulu. Hey, Candace. Hold on, Candace. Oh, ask that question again. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say what niggas gonna say. Ask that question one more time. Like, what do you have in exchange for my Netflix password? Retweets. That's all they got. Hey, listen. I'm not got 50 retweets no more. Like, yeah. Retweet. Much. That's it. But yeah, so, so yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Intense Desire. You can follow the page Ratchet Rambling. You can find Tay at Tay Nick. Um, and you can find Curtis at The Gay Side Stories, or you can find him on Trolificent. Even though I found myself typing Coon Low today, and I was gonna tell you, <laughs> it's, time, it's time to go back to Coon Low because I literally <laughs> back and I was typing Coon Low. And I was like, why is it not popping up? And I was like, shit, let me tell him to change his name. For the That's hospital. a sign, Curtis. Oh, yeah. You change his name every six months. I sure do. Fuck y'all. Yeah. I do what I want. The feds be watching. I got the zigzag. And you can find Jeremy at uh, like Dante. That's correct. And we have been the Ratchet Ramblers podcast. We have been talking. We have been drawn about the lock and you sound like a cyborg. That's why I sound <laughs> Exactly. 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 Every time you lie, you break up. Every time. Yep. Uh, but we have been the Ratchet Ramblers podcast. We have been joined by our great friends, Curtis and Tay. And we are out. And Curtis, give the benediction. Remember, y'all, protect your walls or they will crumble. Also, your edges, your wigs, hands and feet. Cause if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready, Mr. Ray. You should have stayed ready, and that's why you got that pumpkin-headed knock. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Hey, and we are out. How did you find the heels? <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Amen. <laughs>